on the floor, now my jewelry box froze Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove, counted millions in the cold Bad bitch, booted swole, got her on bankroll Can't fold, that's a no, headshot, case closed What is up guys, it's Andy Priscilla And this is the show for the realists Say goodbye to the lies, the fakeness, and delusions of modern society And welcome to motherfucking reality Guys, today we have a full length show And it's gonna be fucking awesome But before I get to that uh, and before I get to the introducing our guests, plural, um, and that wasn't guests, it was guests. I have a lisp sometimes. Before I get into introducing Dr. Sal, doctor. You just introduced before the introduce. I didn't introduce you. Oh, so did I cut it off? Yeah. We, listen, just let me do my thing. <laughs> all right. You guys shut the fuck up. I'm running the show here. All right. Jeez, guys, you think you learned this shit by now. We got to talk about the fee. DJ, tell them about the fee. Pay the fucking fees, guys. Guys, listen, if you, if you got something out of the show, if you laughed, if you fucking cried, I don't care. If you got something out of the show and made you a better person, you enjoyed your time listening to it, just do us a favor and share the show. Share it to a couple of friends. That's it. We if, don't we, run... if, we, if it was a good show. That's right. If it sucked, don't share it. Yeah, fuck Obviously. you. <laughs> but if we did great, which we will. Uh, show the show. Show Look, we don't run ads for the show. We don't run ads on the show. We don't waste 30 minutes of your time talking about some bullshit we probably don't even use. All right. So share the show. uh, We're going to give you good content today. As uh, we always have on the full length show, I got a full crew here. I've got Dr. Sal. Doctor. I've got got DJ. White Lightning, baby. (laughs) And I have two special guests. Okay. So I have one guest from New Jersey and one from California. And which is so a guy from California, New Jersey walked into a room. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in Missouri. Right, right in the middle. Our first guest that I'd like to introduce is Billy Prempa. He's a first generation American. He's running for Congress in the state of New Jersey, uh, which is ironic because we're watching the election fraud happen right in front of our face in the district that you're running in. <laughs> How weird is that that you're here on this day? I know it's like, and and I was expecting a different outcome, but it's still it's still working pretty good for for my district at least. And uh, we're just gonna see how things go before the end of the day. Yeah, cool, dude. Thank you so much for making the trip down. We're thank gonna talk a whole, whole lot about what you got going on, uh, and, and a whole lot about what you're do, gonna do for this country. Uh, and then, as you guys know, uh, I'm good friends with Dan Fleischman, who happens to be sitting here in studio with us. Uh, unexpectedly, and if you don't know Dan, you should know Dan. Very successful investor, uh, entrepreneur, one of the smartest business minds in the game right now. Um, philanthropist, just an all-around good dude. Calls me yesterday. He's getting uh, was looking at selling one of his companies. Well, somebody was looking at buying one of his companies. Answer was no. Um, in Indianapolis yesterday. And we started talking, and he's like, "Fuck it, I'll drive. I'll drive over." So uh, we're gonna throw Dan in on the show. Damn, here I am. Yeah, and here we are. We spent all night last night watching this stuff go down. Uh, you usually don't talk about the what's going on in society, do you? I'm ready to right now. All right, cool. So <laughs> I don't think you have uh, an option. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, dude, we all watched it happen. Yeah, well, I watched so, it with you. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, man. Uh, Billy, let's t- talk a little bit about you know your history because. I think you have what I think you represent what's happening in America uh, and what should be happening. Regular people who uh, come from regular America that are looking to 
improve what's going on in this country through political service. What got you? What got? Tell me a little bit about your history and what you got got you in this in this in this lane. So, um, like you mentioned earlier, I'm a first generation American. My parents they immigrated to the United States in like the mid '80s. From where? Uh, from Ghana, West okay. Africa. Okay. So they came over here. They they wanted the American dream. Reagan was booming at the time, and um, they came out here. And I popped out in 1989. <laughs> and um. You know, I've, I've lived in Patterson, New Jersey my entire life. So for the people that are listening that don't know much about Patterson, it's an inner city. It's a pretty inner urban environment. And throughout my entire life, it's always been controlled by Democrats. It's been ran into the ground horribly, uh, despite the fact that there's a lot of history in the city. It's just not going in the right direction. And um, I never thought about getting into politics. I never wanted to get into politics. Um, but it wasn't until January of 2000 and, uh, 2020 when Trump did a, his rally. He had his rally out there in Wildwood and it, it, it blew my freaking mind, you know, cause like this is a guy who y you wouldn't expect a Republican to pull the, those kinds of numbers like he did in New Jersey. It was hundreds of thousands of people out there in the freezing cold. And, you know, I started speaking with several of the people, several of the uh, interviewers that were out there. And um, I was at this event with a guy named Dr. Castillo. He was running for Congress at the time in district five and he ran against my opponent last year. And I mean, in the, in the last cycle, 2016. And while he was watching me the entire time, it didn't really speak much. But when we were about to leave, he, he pulls me to the side and he's like, yo, Bill, you know, I've been paying attention to everything you've been saying today, bro. Like, I've just been watching you like an owl. And uh, you can actually beat Bill Pascrell. And I'm like, no, I can't. Like, I'm a random guy from the hood. Like, I can't do this. He's like, no, you definitely can. He was like, you're African-American, first-generation American. You're an Air Force veteran. You live in Patterson. You live in the Fourth Ward, one of the most dangerous parts of the city. You're a Republican. You know exactly what you're talking about. You're very sharp. I've paid attention to you. You got good ideas of policies. And you're young. Pascal is 86 years old. You're 30. I was 30 at the time. And he was like, you're 30 years old. It's like, you're a young guy. It's like, you literally hit all the marks of everything that uh, encompasses what America stands for. And you're a pretty sharp guy. So I think you should run. Like I, I didn't want to do it at first. And he would kind of just like, Hound me on it, like bro, like you have to do this. Like you can, you can definitely do it. If you do it, I'll help you out. I'll give you everything that you need to run this race. I'll help fund you. I'll help give you, you know, resources. Help you fill out your paperwork, whatever. So I took him up on his offer, and I ran last year. So last year when I ran this race, and I got a whole documentary that's coming out about everything that happened in 2020. Um, and when I when I ran this race, I got literally no support at all from any of the county parties, even the state party. They just gave me the line and said, hey, you're on the ballot. You're the guy, but we're not going to back you. We're not throwing any money into you. We're not supporting you. We're not helping you. And that's because the chairs, they're, they, they work hand in hand with my opponent, the Democrat, right? In fact, the Passaic County chairman, he's related to my opponent. You know, this is his guy. So he's like, you know, we're kind of in cahoots here. So oh, nice. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then, and then oh, man, you have no totally, idea. Totally, totally, totally uh, above board. Bro, when, I, when I tell you yeah. there's some chicanery out there, bro, like it's deep. Oh. You know, it gets really bad. And we could be here for the next four hours talking about it. But <laughs> um, so uh, I'm in this race practically all by myself. COVID happens. Everything shuts down. Can't really go door to door. Can't really do all the things you're supposed to do. Um, so I decided to kind of take a different approach, you know, so I have a little bit of a background in marketing. So I said, okay, if everybody's at home, everybody's on their phone. So I started running a lot of Facebook ads and made a full-on digital campaign. And um, no fan of the digital thing in terms of like elections. I'm no fan of the vote by mail. But there was a, a situation where 
Governor Murphy was like, hey, um, since people can't get signatures because of COVID, we can do it online. And I'm like, that's perfect. Okay, great. So I don't necessarily need the party. Got the signatures that I needed. Um, got on the ballot. I had a primary, which is funny. My primary opponent that I ran against last year totally crushed this guy. He, he didn't live in my district. He lived in a completely different area and was just trying to run for, I don't know, whatever his, his reasons were. I beat him in the primary last year. This year, right now, this past election that we're having in New Jersey, he's running for county commissioner. He used to be called Freeholder in New Jersey. He's running for county commissioner right now, and he won in Bergen County, despite all the stuff that's happening right now. So I'm like, this guy ran a really weak campaign against me. He ran a really weak campaign for commissioner. And this is no shade on the guy. You know what I mean? I just, yeah, yeah. I just think that he's a weak candidate. But, you know, congratulations to him still. But I, I'm looking at this, and I'm like, this is a solid indictment against the Democrats, right? You guys failed horribly. You're, you're not doing a good job. People are sick and tired of what's going on and they want new choices. So anyway, that's just a little bit of a digression, but 2020, I run my race. No, no, no. Hold on. I, I want you to talk about that because dude, this is important because everybody listening here comes from maybe not the exact same spot that you come from, but yeah. we're all regular people. None of yeah, us regular are politicians guy. here. Uh, a lot of people are out there trying to get involved with their school board or with their local county board. And, you know, hearing what you're going through, they need to hear this. Like, yeah, dude, a lot of people have this. And I, it sounds like you might have had it, too, in the beginning where you thought, now I can't do this. Oh, yeah. And, and it's like, you know, when you when you kind of look in the rabbit hole, and you're like, oh, yeah, that's deep. I'm not going in there. But then when you jump in and you just see how far it actually goes, you're like, I can't get out now. I'm already in. Like, you got to keep gotta going. Fix it. Somebody has to fix it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm a young guy. I just turned 32. And I'm yeah. like, bro, this place is going to like like my opponent. He's in a car going 900 miles an hour towards the cliff. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And somebody's got to kick him out of the driver's seat or else we're all screwed. We're all inside this car, yeah. you know, and uh, seeing seeing the the seeing the the amount of an impact that I've made in New Jersey, which it, it still feels kind of weird. Like even on Instagram, I'm some guy named Bill. That's just my name. I'm a regular dude. Yeah. But uh. I, I, I see. Well, that's how I found you. Yeah, some guy I just, named you Bill. You putting out good content. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what is, what put, is the Instagram? Some guy named Bill. I like it. <laughs> Bro, but he puts out great content. I organically found one of his videos, shared it, and then we started talking in DMs, which is how yeah. he ended up here. Which is interesting because, like, yeah. bro, I've been I've been listening to this podcast. Well, when it was uh, the, the MFCEO MF yeah. podcast, yeah. yeah. Back in 2018, one yeah. of my friends uh, put me on to you. And I'm like, this is freaking nuts. Like, Andy Frisella is paying attention <laughs> yeah, to my yeah. podcast. Like, I'm like, what? Like, I know this guy. Yeah. You know? So, well, um, dude, when you do recognizable shit, people recognize you. Yeah, you know man, what I'm saying? Undeniable. Like, yeah. that's, see, but like to even, to even get that to happen, I talk to people about this all the time. And I think this is the biggest battle we're facing right now. It takes courage. Yeah. It takes courage to stand up and say, hey, this is what I stand for. And I know, especially for uh, Republicans or conservatives or even moderates right now, like if you're not with the progressive left, if you're not for all the fucking social movements, then you're a racist, you're a bigot, oh, you're yeah. a this, you're a that. And so standing up and saying, hey, no, I'm not with that, that takes a fuck ton of courage. And then to create content consistently, which is what you've done, bro, it's commendable just for the fact of it's not. The narrative right now, you're swimming upstream. You know what I'm saying? And, and I'm still swimming upstream, man. Like w during my first run in 2020, the website, graphic design, the marketing, the getting the signatures, literally everything up until about October, right? Like a, like a month or two before the, um, the, the actual election, almost everything was all by myself. I didn't have a team, didn't have a campaign manager, didn't have nothing. And I was still able to 
um, make significant waves. Things are a little bit different now. For sure. Um, and and uh, 2021, moving into 2022, I've got... It's getting cool now, bro. Oh, it's getting real yeah, cool. Yeah. It's getting real cool. I was thinking cool. about this when I was doing cardio today, man. I was in, like selfishly thinking about this. It really doesn't... I don't fucking care. But I was like, man, I hope whenever this shit gets real cool, because it's coming. Oh, that it's, everybody it's remembers cool. who the fuck wasn't cool when it wasn't... Oh, yeah. You, you I know, was... <laughs> like, bro, there's a lot of people getting their fucking balls kicked in, dude. Like, for years over yeah. this. And I can see it starting to happen. And I was just like, man, you know, like, a lot of people start some like OG crew. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, like we, we were here when it was dirty, when, <laughs> yeah, it, wasn't, dude. when it wasn't cool but, at all. But, it, but, you know, selfishly aside, I'm just glad to see everybody fucking coming around, bro. Yeah, you man. Know? You know, it's I wasn't I wasn't expecting to make as big of an impact as I do. And like, look, you, you may look at my videos. Like, Yo, this guy's a great speaker. Me, I'm shitting bricks every single time that I get on a mic. Swear to God. Yeah, me too. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm yeah. like. I don't know what I'm, I just feel like God kind of just comes in and says, yo, bro, just open your mouth and I'll, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll kind of guide you to where you got to be. And the truth is. That's I, so funny, bro. Because you know, I, I feel the same way. Oh, like so, I, I literally said that to Chris yesterday because I came down here. I ripped off yesterday's podcast uh, in fucking 11 minutes. And I, he went up. He's like, man, he's like, I could fucking hear you all the way, all the way up here. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, bro, I was fucking putting some fire into it. Yeah. And he's like. Yeah, man. He's like, you've always had that. He's like, even back when we were broke, you had that ability. If you got going on a subject, you could go. That's it. And I and I even said to him, like, yeah, it's weird because now it's more, it's just, it's the same thing, but it's more controlled. It's a skill, right? Oh, like, yeah. But I open my mouth, bro. Shit comes out. It just happens. Yeah. And, and the truth is, and, and I think that's why a lot of people resonate with my message. Yeah, because it's, it's like, genuine you know, and I'm authentic. Like, I'm like, bro, like, you see what's happening. Like, yo, bro. Like, like earlier in May, one of my high school friends shot in the head. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. One of my neighbors uh, about four or five months ago got shot. Literally not too far from my house. Like, I don't live in a good spot. Like, yeah, some yeah. people are like, yo, this guy Billy probably lives in the mansion. Bro, I, when I say I live in the hood, I live in the hood, bro. Yeah, yeah. And I, I still live there. You know? And people see this. People hear this. People are like, that guy is talking about, like, real stuff. Like, this is yeah. really what's happening here. Yeah. A lot of these politicians, and that's what pisses me off about politics, they talk and say things that they think people want to hear. That's right. You know what I mean? I don't, and you may you may know this from following me, like, I don't talk about what people want to hear. I talk about what is really freaking going on. Yeah. People like that. Yes. This race, they're saying, look, Ben, we've been getting our butts kicked in Bergen and in Passaic for quite some time, and there's a lot of the residents that live there that have been inboxing me, calling me, texting me, that they're saying, Billy, the reason why these people, and I don't believe it, but hey, whatever, I'm not like a cocky guy like that, yeah. but they're like, Billy, the reason why these people won and got these significant numbers is because of you. Nobody was paying attention to Bergen in this area. And I'm like, no, it could be because of Jack as well, too. Yeah. You know, maybe it's because of me. I'm not on the ballot. People are calling thinking that I'm on the ballot this year. And I'm not. I'm just running early because yeah. I'm going up against this old man, 86 years, been yeah. in Congress, 26 years. No, he's 86 years old. Sorry about that. 86 years old, been in Congress for 26 years. Prior to that, he was a two-term mayor of my city. Before that, he was an assemblyman. Before that, he was on the Board of Ed. And before that, he was a teacher. It's time to go, bro. He's got deep, deep, deep control yeah. in my district, you know? So I'm like, if I'm going to run it, I'm, and this is guys, this guy's one of the richest people in politics, yeah. you know? Mm -hmm. He's got a son, multimillionaire lobbyist, literally the exact clone of, of Hunter Biden and Joe Biden. Yeah. That's why we call him Basement Bill in Patterson. He hides <laughs> in the basement. You know, he doesn't come out. He doesn't, yeah. he doesn't you know, really promote or show himself out there. He's got a son. That's a multimillionaire lobbyist. He sells access to his father. Hunter Biden sells access to his father. Biden yeah. hides in the basement. It's literally the exact same thing. Entire yeah. life in politics. 
So I'm like, this guy's got to go, you know? And I've become more and more, every single day I wake up and I'm like, I just want to punch this guy in the face politically. No, no, you know, yeah. not physically, yeah, yeah. but like that's, a, but that's, people know that joke. So I like, get it, bro. You know? Listen, everybody here gets it, but they, but they mean it literally. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll punch this guy in the face politically because like, I'm like, somebody's got to take him out. I, I just feel like uh, when you've got that much control and there's all these people suffering and struggling and they can't really get by somebody it's kind of like when you watch somebody get bullied in school yeah and you finally just say you know i'm gonna kick that guy in the nuts bro, and go, yeah. that's, that's what i feel like you bro know? Like, that's what i feel like that's what i felt like this whole time people are like why are you because like dude you know i was doing all personal development you yeah. know what i'm saying and they're like why are you getting into this social issues and all this shit i'm like because it's fucking problem yeah and it needs to be addressed and there's Dude, there's communities in this country like the one that you come from that have been completely fucking raped yeah. by some of these politicians. You know, coming into the communities, the same shit we always Broken talk about, promises, DJ. Yeah. You know, hey, uh, we'll vote for us and we'll fix it this time. We swear. Never do. You know, it's, it's racism's the problem that you're, no, motherfucker, it's you. Yeah. It's you guys passing bullshit. To fucking keep people in a shitty spot so they keep having to vote for you for your same old story because you're shitty marketers. <laughs> That's really what it is. Like, dude, how about this? Go fix some shit for some people. You know what I'm saying? Bro, you're going to have a big movement behind you just because you come from, you, you, you those, know, you come from the exact area that needs to help, bro. And I, I, I see the movement growing every single day. Like there's people in different parts of the world that are paying attention to mm -hmm. District 9, mm -hmm. you know, which is great. And I'm like, listen, man. Uh, all the support as much as possible. We can get that because this guy, this guy's entrenched. You know, this guy's a millionaire. He's like, if, if I'm going to beat this guy, it needs to be all hands on deck. And I believe 2022 is the year that we're going to do that. Yeah. You know, his health isn't in the best shape. The district is turning redder. Even looking at the numbers now for the first time in a long time, a lot we got a lot of Republicans that just won. Yeah. Redistricting's happening. So they're going to change the district around January. We're supposed to be losing about 25,000 voters in our district, right, to go somewhere else. If that happens... Well, there's a high possibility most of those people are going to be Democrats. So that's going to cut into his numbers even more so. This guy can't run all the way to the finish line. And a lot of people believe that he's going to drop out and replace him with somebody else. Now, bro, we're going to kick his ass. I, that's that's, why I, don't, want, I don't want him to leave. You know that, what I mean? Listen. I don't bro, want him to leave. Listen. But whoever it is, ass. they're done. Whoever I'm on a team right now. I'm already, I've fucking joined it. I'm team building. That's it, bro. Let's get it done. <laughs> bro, after five minutes, I'm ready, dude. That's <laughs> it. Are you moving to Patterson? I, no, I don't need to move. I can just do it from here. That's it. I got a microphone, bro. bro. This is the most powerful tool in the fucking world right here. It's true. Yeah. It's true. Unless it goes to Instagram. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> Unless Zuckerberg turns it off. Yeah. Right. Uh, we, don't, we don't like what you have to say. That motherfucker turned my... Dude, I was getting 140,000 views on my fucking story, and I showed you the screenshots. And then, fuck, I showed Dan the screenshot, because I'm like, man, if anybody can fix this, it's fucking Dan. I'm like, Dan, look at this. And he's like, yeah, that sucks, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so you're getting shadow banned too? Oh, bro. Yeah. No, like I'm getting, I'm getting uh, normally in a 24 hour period, I get 140 to 160,000 views on my story. Now I'm getting 14,000 currently. Yeah. Maximum. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's okay, the so, same that, thing. so that's part of the reason why I've gone to daily content on the podcast. Because I'm like, you know what? Fuck them. Fuck their censorship. I'll go hard as fuck here. And our episode downloads keep going up and up and up and up and up. And we're just going to convert the, I mean, I'm just, it kind of forced me into, into a, doing what I should have been doing anyway. Let's be real. <laughs> Cause like, I'm a good talker. So I got a question. So, uh, your, your family immigrated here. Well, hold on, dude. Go I got, I got a question I want to, I want to talk about like, dude, let's, let me, let's hear some of the issues. Like, what are you running on? 
Because well, like, we talk a lot about the strategy, right? Yeah. And and we assume that everybody here listening understands uh, that these people are cheating and they're doing everything they can to hang on. And we'll get to that in a minute. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But like, dude, what are some of your key issues that you that you believe in? So there's... Because we're already giving the campaign Billy for the first 20 <laughs> minutes. We might as well finish it up and then right. we'll get into the talk. Get into the deep I, stuff. And bro, I love it. I but love I think it. it's important if we're going to be campaign Billy, we know what campaign Wait, Billy it. stands for. That's right. You know, most people don't get past that point. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So like, oh, we like him. Yeah. Right. We yeah. like about him. Right. Yeah. We, don't, we don't even know what he stands for. Yeah. Right. So there's a couple of things, man. It's like... Mail uh, in voting. Mail in voting. First off, I want to get rid of that. Voter ID. Yeah. CRT. Definitely need voter ID. I think... I think reforming. Go ahead, bro. I'm yes, 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 yes. Let me, it's going to become. Me, it's going to become motherfucking campaign Andy. <laughs> Just let me get on my soapbox yeah, yeah. for a second. But uh, so there's a couple of things that I think um, my district can benefit from. But I also believe that these are going to apply federally and make a lot of sense as well too. So in the district, there's a lack of jobs. There's a horrible education system that we've got right now, and it's not safe. Right. Mm -hmm. So there's three things that I would like to do. For one, I'd like to help increase the funding for our police departments, mm -hmm. uh, specifically in Patterson as well too. They're, they're about 150 to 160 police officers understaffed. So violent crime has gone completely through the roof um, in the 9th District. And um, a lot of it's coming from places like Patterson and Passaic. Second thing is in terms of our education, what I would like to do is when I was a kid, we had things like metal shop, wood shop, and these things are pretty cool. We don't really have those in our schools anymore. And it's not just in District 9. It's across the country. A lot of places don't have them. I want to take it to another level, right? I believe mm -hmm. in school choice, but I also believe in making our public schools better. When people t traditionally hear school choice, they say, oh, you wanted to take money from public schools and put it over there. And I'm like, no, I actually want to add more money to public schools. The choice schools are fine. So here's what I want to do. For example, a guy like you, Andy, you're an entrepreneur. You've been in business for many, many years. You know a lot of things, right? I would want our schools to have a curriculum where actual business owners come in and teach the children how to do what they do. For example, this guy works as a CPA. This one works in the electrical field. This one works in plumbing and so forth and so forth, right? Give that business owner a tax incentive to go and be able to teach inside that school or hire someone to teach inside that school. You're teaching these children how to do what you do once a week. That's uh, four years that you're going to be in high school learning this. By the time you come out of high school, you're an apprentice, right? Or you can start a business with you and your friends. You go to college, if all else fails, you still have skills where you can do something. We have a skills gap that's, that's getting larger and larger in this country where we're importing people from other countries to fill these jobs. When we have a very, very willing and able uh, workforce inside of our, 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 inside of our country and our schools aren't being turned. That, that just lacks skills. Exactly. That's, so, that's what. Exactly. Yeah. The solution is, so the solution to this is give the children skills, give them an opportunity. The teachers unions, for the most part, they don't like these kinds of programs because they want people to churn and burn, come in school, go right in, go to college, get into debt. And then repeat that process. But then the American dream just gets more and more out of reach for a lot of these people. I know plumbers that are making like half a million dollars a year. Listen, you're on to something with that because we're going to have another uh, pro-American revolution sort of like we have with the industrial revolution here where like trades and skills and oh, yeah. actual jobs are in. I mean, Sal, you know, because you've been running construction projects the last two years straight as of, as have I. You can't even get people to come do the, the work, bro, because yeah. we're so short on people that are skilled. Exactly. And <clears throat> there's major opportunity there that, like you said, is being left off the table. And I think part of the reason, and I love those ideas, by the way, part of the reason it's being left off the table is because um, the glorification of being a working man has been diluted, Yeah, you know, in society. Like it's, it's like when I was growing up, like if you met a blue collar man or a blue collar woman who who earned their living, 
that was automatic respect. Bro. Oh yeah. Like it was like, okay, this is, this is a hardworking man. It's a hardworking woman. Shake their hand, look them in the eye, respect that the society, because it's become so. Uh, yeah. It's it the same. Um, people aren't looking at it that same way anymore. You know, the perspective has changed. And I think the biggest opportunity for a lot of young people right now is entrepreneurship inside of traditional type companies like construction or trade type plumbing, oh, yeah. uh, all of electrical, all of these things, they're going to see a resurgence a hundred percent. Oh yeah. I mean, it's, it's, for example, there's lots of projects that are being done in New Jersey where they're getting contracting firms from North Carolina to come yeah. all the way up here to New Jersey, going to get the jobs done. Why don't we hire people that's already in our community? Mm -hmm. Speaking of the industrial revolution, that's, that brings me to my second, um, my second point. In District 9, and I'm sure this happened, I'm pretty sure St. Louis has places like this as well, too, where there's lots of derelict buildings kind of just lying around, right? Doing bro, you nothing. You can buy houses bro. for a dollar here, right? Bro. Now. Oh, I bet. Bro. So now check this out. Yeah. You got all these derelict buildings. Nobody's doing anything with them. They're becoming a, a, a public tax concern now because now the city has to take care of these buildings, take care of. And they're dangerous to the neighborhood. Exactly, you know? Because that, a lot of crime, the arson, there's People all kinds shooting of. dope. That's know, right, like, bro. You know? So now check this out. Why hasn't anybody, and this is just this is what my proposal would be, is like, why haven't we gone to large corporations like GE or Whirlpool, LG, and say, hey, listen, we have this X amount of square feet building, right? That's not being used, right? It looks like shit. Don't get me wrong, it looks like crap. But if you rebuild this building, you take care of it, we'll give you a 16-year tax incentive, right? Mm -hmm. And if you hire people within the district, we'll also give you a tax incentive for hiring people within the district as well. It's win-win. What business does not want to save on doing uh, on, 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 on doing business? You're creating an opportunity for the people in the middle class. You're creating more high-value, high-paying jobs as well, too. It's like we, we see a lot of these factories that are all the way out in the desert somewhere, and it's like, well, we, we have them all over the place, and nobody's yeah. using them. Yeah, and you know what's in those factories, bro? Machines. Yeah. And automation. And not fucking yeah. people. Yeah. It's a big deal, dude. I talked about this in 2016 on the MSCO project, that our biggest, our biggest obstacle that's going to be over the next 20 years is that there's going to be, have to be some sort of uh, government regulation on the <clears throat> technology. Yeah. You know, you, you can't allow these companies. And it's weird, too, because, like, now you're seeing Zuckerberg do the metaverse, right? Like, how does this, like, what the fuck is the plan with all these guys? Like, are we really going to turn every human being into a fucking pod like the Matrix? Transhumanism. That's, that's what I'm saying, dude. Wrong, because, yeah. like, people have to have a job. We have to produce goods. Um, we have to sell those goods in order to like, they're trying to put in a whole new system that's totally based on the government and technology that is going to ruin quality of life for fucking humanity. And people have to figure out that what's going on. I, in my opinion, that's how I see it, dude. I think what you're saying makes perfect and total sense. And, and I believe that the two plans that I've got for the schools, as well as bringing businesses to the districts, bringing them to these buildings. I believe they correlate one and the other. It's like, 100%. Listen, I've got a workforce. These children literally just learned how to do what they're doing. They were trained by experts, yeah. you know, and now we have a building where we can work in here for the low. Why would you not say, why would you not say yes to that deal? Dude, I could tell you too, like you're fighting school administrators on that point as well, because they, they, I don't know for whatever reason, but they don't seem to really care about their kids learning from people who actually do. No, they don't because there's because then once they start learning or they start getting um, this and this is just what I've seen so far is like once the, the grades start to go up, the funding starts to go down a little bit.
So when the grades are really bad, they say, oh, well, we need more funding so we can make our curriculum better. We can make it good. Yet we got teachers coming out of their pocket to pay for pencils and notebooks and things like that for their students. And they're not getting what they need. Yet these top executives in the Board of Education are making $250,000 a year. Yeah, that's It's wrong. ridiculous. And they're that's doing bullshit. nothing. They're doing nothing at all. It's because if they can, con if they can control <laughs> those little aspects, and, and this is why I hate a lot of these politicians. Yeah. They get in for their own personal gain. For sure. They rig the system for their own game. I'll give this guy a job. I'll give that guy a job. I'll give him a position. And all of you guys are going to help prop me up, right? Because I got you where you need to be, right? So it creates this infrastructure of, 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 of chicanery, yeah. essentially. You know what yeah. I mean? And they, they keep that guy in that same spot. Now, this is why I want to go after my opponent. People say, Billy, why don't you just go run for council? I could run for council, but the mayor doesn't even listen to council. Well, Billy, you could run for mayor. Why don't you run for mayor? It's like, yeah, I could run for mayor, but I can get a lot more done if we get rid of this guy. Yeah. This guy, the, the root, the head of the snake is him. Yeah. You know, it's like we've we've had different councilmen, different mayors, different board of ed executives. We have all these different people. But at the end of the day, Bill Pascrell is always the person that's at the top. So we got to cut his freaking head off politically. Yeah. You know, <laughs> get, get rid of, get, I love that. You know what I mean? Get, we we got to get rid of that guy. Kick his ass. Politically, <laughs> you know, get, you get rid of that guy. And that's the attitude is needed. Oh, it is. That is the attitude is needed. This listen, these people, these people that are the, the progressive left are organized. They're highly funded. They're aggressive, and they have no empathy or sympathy for anybody else. They no. don't care. So, like, if you're gonna fucking fight them, you have to fight them with that attitude. It's got to be a fucking all or nothing attitude. That's it. Yeah. You know, and 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 people, <laughs> people. I used to believe in. I used to believe in 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 more moderate views than that. It's just after the last two years, it's it is what the fuck it is, and I think that's what we saw in the election, bro. And last night, oh yeah, oh yeah, because I'm like, I, I, I'll, I'll be honest, and and this is no shade on the guys that ran in Berg, and I'm like, a lot of these guys were you know pretty lukewarm candidates that kind of just went in there, and you know some of them were just like, hey, they put me up to it, and I did it, right? Some of them straight up told me this, and Pasek as well too. Yet you guys won, you guys rode this wave with Jack. Jack did quite well. The Republican Party, people are started to look at them in a way they've never done before. In Patterson, for example, people ask the question all the time. It's like, well, what's it like being a Republican in Patterson? Like, do you get a whole bunch of you're an uncle this, you do that? No, 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 I don't get that at all, at all. You know, even last year when I was meeting with no, people. No, bro, because that comes from white liberals. Exactly, exactly. And even still, <laughs> even still, it's like in my district, Republicans very rarely campaign in places like Patterson. In fact, they yeah. don't. Right. You know? So if I go if I go to your house, I'm most likely going to be the first Republican you've ever met like yeah. on your doorstep. Yeah. Right. And then you see a guy like me. and I'm like, this guy is six two, dreadlocks. He's wearing a Trump hat. You're from the fourth ward, and you're over yeah. here. Like, what are you doing here? They probably doesn't... say they probably vote for you so you don't beat their ass. Well, <laughs> <laughs> politically, I'm a gentle giant. <laughs> I'm a gentle giant, bro. I saw you when you walked in. I thought you were gonna be like five eight for some reason. I'm like, this guy's gonna be like a little dude. Oh no, big that, motherfucker. That, that always throws people off. Yeah, that always throws people off. What do we got going on here? Who's, who's oh, oh, okay. So they fully cheated now. Yeah. Fully but here's cheated. the thing, though. It's like in, in Bergen, they're saying that he won in Bergen. But if you go to the, the, uh, the Bergen um, uh, uh, County Clerk's um, page, you'll see that the numbers are totally different. It's showing Jack actually won Bergen. Bro. So, so there's, I think the media is not, uh, is not accurately reporting no. what's happening right now. We they're watched it. Dan and I watched it last night. What, what happened? At 1.23 a.m., it was 100% voting in, in his favor. Yeah. And then 1.24 a.m., you just see 40,000 votes switch. Oh, yeah. And one, in one second. In one second. Uh, if you and eat, then it went to less reporting. If you eat an entire pizza and there's no pizza left, there's no more 40,000 slices of pizza. Right? It was 100%. It was no, there was no more votes allowed. It's 100%.
Yeah, they can they completely flipped it. Magic boxes came from under the table Bro, somehow. This shit and people are and people still think like they think that that Trump getting the election stolen is like a fake fucking thing. Not at all. That's exactly what the fuck happened. And I don't care what you think of me for saying that. It's what happened. You like, know what you saw just today in New Jersey is exactly what happened to fucking Donald Trump. Only what happened to Donald Trump happened over like four days. Oh yeah. Votes kept coming in, kept coming in, kept coming in, and <clears throat> you know. Uh, there's been no clear exp explanation from it in the media at all. It's just, it's just anybody who says that is a conspiracy. Oh yeah, they, they 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 go around and they'll say that that 2020 was the most secure election ever in American history. Bro, how come Joe Biden can't get 12 motherfuckers to show up and the only and then and actually he can. Every motherfucker that shows up to see Joe Biden is chanting, "Let's go, Brandon!" <laughs> and, like, dude, the guy is seriously, like, seriously, like, seriously, think about this. The motherfucker has united the country more than anybody in the last 30 fucking years. This is true. Ah, here we go. Yeah. Uh, I'm zooming this in a little bit for you guys. Yeah, you know Ian, right? Yeah, Ian Ian's a good guy. Yeah. He's a good dude. Yeah, so he posts here. You know Ian? He's a good guy. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> I talk to him every day. Yeah. Huh? yeah. He's a good dude. Awesome guy. Uh, major. Hold on. Go, go oh. back. I'm going to read his headline. So we got a, a Ian Smith's tweet pulled up here. Major New Jersey irregularity number two. Burlington County with 97% of the vote was in was 54.4% for Jack. And a few hours later, reads 52.2% for Governor Murphy. If you don't think we aren't going to audit this, Philip, I love how he talks shit. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. You're crazy. Dude, Phil Murphy has the most punchable fucking face in the in Bro, politics. I, like, politically. Politically. No, straight up. <laughs> <laughs> he really does have a punchable face. I'm not going to lie. Oh, You know, man. like his teeth drive me up the wall. Bro, bro. what is I'm that? I'm like, dude, I'm like, you can't. This guy. Can't. So you know what? And then he motherfucks people when they come to his. Like, this guy's so out of touch and so cocky, dude. Like, you guys, anybody who thinks because this guy's a Democrat, you he's one of your people. Watch him in his interviews. Yeah. He treats people like fucking shit. Asshole. Bro, like yeah. during the. Uh, Wait, what, what's going on? Oh, yeah. So, see, so this see is that? showing before in Burlington County. Fifty-four percent was red. Okay. Look at the total votes here. Okay. And then this is after. Yeah, that's madness. The same thing in Passaic County. Total votes are the same. Literally the exact same. That's 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 proof. Hey, so that means Jack won Passaic then. Look, that's at from this. NPR. Yeah. 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 I think they're going to get caught on this fucking. So this was at on one, one. Yeah, this was at one twenty-seven in the morning, and then the after is at nine twenty-four. By the hour. way, I did get it wrong on Virginia. I just say that I rarely wrong, but I have to own when I'm wrong. I did think they were going to steal it. I'm surprised they didn't. I didn't think so. I knew they were going to try and do some some you, some you, madness you thought, in New Jersey. Well, I felt like I felt in that Virginia? Virginia. No, in New Jersey, but I knew in Virginia, I I, I believe that he was going to win without even really. Yeah, man, I didn't. I hundred percent. I, I don't I trust like, these motherfuckers at all. Like bro. I'm I'm to the point now. Like, I'm so far past it. Like, I think, and this is my fucking tinfoil hat shit coming on, but I don't, I don't think it is anymore. I'm so far, like, believing that these people are evil fucks that I, I don't trust any of it anymore. I don't trust the media anymore. I don't trust any of the shit I see. It. I have to look at everything. Like, it's, I don't trust it. So, like, in my mind, yesterday when I recorded that and I said they're going to lose, I, I'm I'm assuming our whole election system is totally compromised. Oh, I believe it. Uh, yeah, but but so so here's what we were talking about last night at my house is, and this is getting conspiracy ish. But what if they what if they allowed him to win so that the the so that the 
the calmer waters. Everybody will calm down yeah. and not push as hard. See what I'm saying? Maybe like let Jack win. No, 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 no. And, and uh, like in Virginia, like, like let, let, let's say they they let they allowed him to win because so we've seen the pot of water boil up a few times in the last two years, right? Yeah. Like there was yeah. always like it got to a point where everybody felt like, oh man, this shit's about to go crazy, and then and then something happens. Everybody calms the fuck down. Yeah. And and it's you know calm on the fucking seas again. I think this was the exact same thing. Like they they allowed Youngin to win, to basically calm all the you know calm us yeah, down. I don't know. It, man. Might, it might be a stretch, dude. It's either that or so many people went out and voted that it buffered out their extra shit. They, they there was no done. way they could have covered it. Up. I refuse to believe that they yeah. they didn't at least try. Yeah. Listen, the Democrat that was running in Virginia was a terrible candidate, though, man. Like he was right. talking some stupid dude, shit. Why 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 do we were talking about this last night? Why do all those t- same dudes that say that stupid shit look the same? <laughs> what <laughs> is that? Why like, do it's, they it's all a template. look the same? You got to follow that template, man. Bro, they all look the same. They move the same. They, they dance fucking the same. dance the same. The, that's my, I think. That Why my, is that motherfucker dancing all the, the time? The dance is, is dancing literally. He bro, dancing he danced he, he, he after he. Yeah. After he that, refused to concede, he right. dances. Dude, he didn't even concede. Right. Yeah. We're watching it. He just left. The whole crowd left. You know how crazy that is? They left the whole crowd? Everybody, yeah. they clearly were cleaning. They yeah. had an actual cleaning crew there when they're like still they just bailed. Hour, it was like 11 p.m. Still he was supposed left. to come in and give like a yeah. like, dude. Back in the day <laughs> when we were kids, like there was at least some respect. You had to go shake their like, hand. Yeah, you went up. You said, yeah. "Hey, my opponent ran a good campaign. Congratulations. I hope the best for him." Right now, these motherfuckers just clean house and bolt. Like <laughs> it's just it was on TV. It, wasn't it was like embarrassing. It was, it was so crazy. And oh God, put, here it is. Yeah, he watch him dance. Sal dances like this. Bro, <laughs> Sal, you do I, da- f- I dance your wife right to the horizontal Sal, tango, son. You, motherfucker, you, Sal, at, you dance you, you just dance like, like that. that. <laughs> Shit. I dance like that after taking your chick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, no, you no. ain't taking nothing. But that ain't taking Alex. I'll yeah, tell you that you're taking a single ride home, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, that ain't taking Alex, bro. <laughs> you know what's funny? I, I, I think, it, 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 for example, in that picture there, the, they the look alike. It's, it's true. Like they brought Biden down there, and it's like as if that was going to convince people to vote I think for Terry. Sh- I think it did worse. I think they're so out of touch; they have no idea what the average person thinks. Yeah, you know, because there's... I have a new perspective after last night, bro. Like, I really think these people are fu- like, I I kind of go back and forth between evil and stupid, right? So, like, are they evil or are they fucking stupid? And I'm now I'm starting to go back toward they're just fucking stupid like i saw an advertisement they did um where they put youngin uh with trump on a postcard and they said they showed trump's endorsement and it's had all these things that said i believe in and youngin and i think he could turn it around and this and that and this and they and the democrats paid for this and sent it out to everybody's house and it was like a promo piece like they don't even understand that like bro people like trump right you know what i'm saying like when you say this guy was endorsed by Trump, that makes people want to vote for him. Not, it's not like there's so few of these anti-Trump people. They've just been real loud. And so I think these people are misreading the temperature completely on the ground. You know what's so funny about you saying this? And I did a live stream on this on Facebook uh, quite a while ago. Governor Murphy did the exact same thing in New Jersey. Yeah. He handed out, he, he sent, it was a stupidest flyer I've ever seen in my life. Right? It's, it's a flyer where it's like, it got, it's got like Donald Trump in a lab coat and he's holding like this flask. And Chitterelli is floating inside of it. And it said, oh, the, 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 the politician made in Donald Trump's image, Trumparelli. And I'm like, this is very stupid. And on the back, it's saying like, oh, this guy is, 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 is a Trump candidate, a pro-Trump. But if you paid attention to the campaign, 
Jack liked Trump's policies, but he wasn't a fan of Trump like at all, you know, and, yeah. and they went out and started posting this and they went into all the inner cities. They went into places like Patterson, Camden, Newark, Irvington and put these huge giant signs that said, stop the Trump team. Yeah. Back Murphy. And people like even, still, that's their agenda. Yeah, dude. Even the Democrats are like, bro, but like that guy is not a Trump guy. Like, not I don't, I don't that, understand. Like, what is your real agenda to fix the fucking problem? Exactly. There is not. Like, I don't give a fuck if you like Trump or not. What's the problem right here? And what's you know, the solution? Like, no. dude, this this anti-Trump shit, like, why are we still, why are these people still campaigning on anti-Trump? They don't have a platform, that's why. That's right. They have no real issue solutions. No, well, same like, like why mainstream media, any every third headline is going to be something to do with fucking Trump. Every third headline. Like, like, there's nothing else to talk about. They're scared of him, dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, looking back, though, when you, when you start thinking about the fundamental issues and why it creates so many people to come out in specifically the state of Virginia. But you know, talked about a couple of weeks ago, like when you start fucking with the kids and you start fucking with mama bear. Oh yeah. yeah. Mama bear, th those people, those, I mean, there was, I was watching on the, on the, on the uh, interviews last night, when you start fucking with those kids and how they're learning and what they're learning. You tell them, Hey, listen, the parents should not be concerned with what oh, happens yeah. inside the school. That guy shot himself right in the fucking face. Yeah. That was the stupidest thing in the world. Him saying that. Like that parent, parents should not be I don't be know involved. how one par one single parent could vote for that. He didn't. They swung. I mean, that was the no, swing. No, I, I know, Sal, but, that, but still parents supported that guy after he said that. There's people that believe that. There's people that believe. Well, they believed his ass right out of that office. Well, hey, look. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But, here, but here's I mean, my problem. Hey, th that's a good sign. That's a sign that our, our, our election is not completely compromised, and maybe we do have any ability to bring this all back through the electoral process. He well, crushed so, him by 10 points. So- but, so, well, this is, so this is Loudoun, Loudoun County where the gender fluid student raped and, and assaulted a young girl yeah. in the restroom. I think that this, 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 these, this margin right here is literally impossible because if you would have seen the backlash of those parents in Loudoun County, these numbers, I don't even think they're statistically possible. Like there's no way that he still won in this county where that happened. I can't, I, like, how can you explain DJ, that? DJ, I don't think so either. I, 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 I really don't believe, look, this is a sign of a bigger problem. Yeah. Why are we even talking about, like, look, dude, the election results should not be up for question. That we have the technology in this country and in the world to make elections lock tight. They could be put on the blockchain. They could be reported in real time. Now, I'm no blockchain expert, but you are. Is that possible? Yeah, the technology is already there. I mean, it would be impossible for it to be messed with, faltered with, questionable. Like you said, if it was at over at 7 p.m., it's going to be over at 7 p.m. And you'll know without a shadow of a doubt in us, all of us, not just politicians, not the media. It's literally all of us can see it in real time on the blockchain. There's no literally impossible, not 0.01% chance, impossible to mess with it. That's why it's non-fungible. You just can't mess with it. Everything about it is perfect. And so if 100,000 people vote this way and 110,000 vote this way, nobody can change it nobody can pull out a box from under the table but it's going to show it in real time yes so the minute they close it you see the winner right there yes. yes so so i i have my opinion as to why we don't do that but why would anybody be against that well we watched it last night that's, that's right. right that's exactly right <laughs> you lose, you lose, that's my opinion as to why we don't do it you lose control you give it if you give it to the people that actually have a voting and by the way, it would be faster, more efficient. We wouldn't be up till midnight at your house. That's it bullshit. Yeah, I <laughs> have been done. shit to do. Yeah, it would have been done. 8 o'clock, yeah. we'd know. There's nothing, right. no, there's nothing to wonder about. No. And, and notice how all this shit say, happens the exact same way. It happened the same way last year. The exact same way. It was fucking late at night. Everybody went to bed. Dump came in. All, but this happened all over the country. 
And then the next day you wake up and you're like, what the fuck happened? And, and dude, that, that's not American. Like, I don't. You can also make the votes go through the roof because we can do it off of our phones using Clear App. The way you go to the airport, I don't need a driver's license. I go, the, I go to the airport, they scan my eyes or my face. And in one second, it says my name, my passport number, my social security knows everything. They already know everything about us anyway. So you can vote from your phone on this blockchain. It's pretty sketch though, man. It's like not a government has like your biometrics. Oh, they're going to have it anyway. I'm paying, I'm paying them to have my biometrics. Yeah, that's yeah. wild. To I, me. I pay for clear. Yeah. The point is, if we all wanted to vote from our homes, we don't need to go to anywhere. We can do it from our phones. It's impossible to cheat. It's our eyes if we want to. It's all, you have to willingly do it, obviously, to go onto the app. Yeah. But you can vote well, from your you, phone in you real time. Can, you could have it both ways. You could have, you could have it in person and on your phone. Yeah. Of course. And, and, of course but, you could. But the, the important part is, is that you can't allow people to vote multiple times. And you have to have, it has to all be connected. It would be impossible. Bro, the technology exists. Of course. Like, you can't tell me that if you voted on your phone, that you wouldn't be able to, you couldn't go to the place and they would already know you voted on your phone. Like they, right. this is why voter ID is a must. I mean, they do it for Ticketmaster. That's what I'm saying. Dude. <laughs> you know what's funny <laughs> like about, it's not that hard. You know what's funny about voter ID? My opponent, he, he goes on and I, I had this conversation with his son, the little lobbyist guy. How much money did you give him? I, I didn't give him a dime. I didn't give him a dime. <laughs> no way. But, uh, but I had a conversation with him one day and this was a uh, St. Patrick's Day of last year. Funny enough, it was at the Republican chairman's bar uh, last year. I mean, earlier this year. And we're having this conversation. And he's like, and I'm not trying to talk to this guy, right? But he just keeps trying to like pry at me. He's like, so Billy, are you going to run again? I'm like, absolutely. I'm going to punch your father in the face politically. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to beat your father. And he was like, oh, really? You want to do that again? I'm like, yeah, absolutely. And I'm like, I kind of cut the conversation with that. And he's like, uh, so did you get vaccinated? Absolutely not. I didn't get vaccinated. You know, I'm going to wait for it. You know, you took it. Fine. Let me know what happens. Try to cut the conversation. So what do you think about voter ID? And I'm like, I think we need voter ID. Like, it's 100% a must, you know? And he was like, why do you say that? And I was like, because people can fraud the election. He's like, do you think my father frauded the election? I'm like, oh. you tell me. <laughs> I mean, there's 202,000 registered Democrats. Your father got every single Democrat to vote for him? Come on. You know, and I was like, oh, I don't think that's possible. And he was like, you know, it's, and this is what he said. And this, this is how I know a lot of these, a lot of these white liberals, they're like low-key racist. You know what I'm saying? Because he's like, what you need to understand is that it is statistically harder for African-Americans and people like you to get IDs. Get and that's the why fuck I out of here. Bro, this I guy right here said that? No, 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 no. I don't even know who the hell that is. He fucking said no, that right his to son, your, His son he, is Bill Pascrell III. He said this right to your fucking... In fact, that's him. That's, that's the guy. He says this to your face. So this is my face. Wait, you're black? No, apparently, <laughs> apparently I'm see-through, bro. So wait, so this motherfucker goes... You need to understand that people like you. Oh, right. Jesus he, he was like, He was like, he's like, it's, it's this... And I'm like, yo, bro. <laughs> the, the, the DMV's on Broadway, yeah. all right? He's like, what do you mean? Like, what do you mean I can't get an ID? Are you trying to say we're stupid? He's like, no. It's like some people just don't have the money to go and do it. I'm like, bro, there's people scoring dope. You know what I mean? On Broadway all day. Like, what, you can get the... What, so is that... So I've never understood fully the, the, the argument for no ID. The, I, I put it to rest with this, right? I yeah. said, listen, there's about a hundred... And I got a video like, yeah, that's the guy. That's the guy. This guy said he was going to punch oh. me in the face last year. And I'm like, yeah, okay. That's the sun guy? Yeah. We actually had drinks after that. He's actually a pretty decent guy. Yeah. As a person. Politically, he's, he's a douchebag. He's just misguided politically. Yeah. He's, a, yeah. he's actually a pretty decent guy. But I'm no fan of him still because like, I don't like his father. And it just is what it is. But this is business. It's politics I, I, at that point. I get it. There's people that we do business with that I don't necessarily... I'll drink a beer with you. Yeah. But we're not I, business. yeah I'll drink yeah. a beer with the guy. But like, I can enjoy, don't like the I guy can enjoy their company temporarily. I get that. About 15 minutes. Yeah. And then so then I tell him um so then i tell the guy that uh 
I'm like, listen, man, there's about 160 countries across the United States. And I got a video on Instagram about this. Right? I mean, across the, the world, right? About 160 countries. Almost all of them have some form of voter ID, even in Ghana, right? And in the video, I have a, a, a copy of my aunt's voter ID from like 19, I think, 60 or something like that, right? It's like, this is a copy of her voter ID, right? In Ghana, you cannot vote, right? This is Ghana, West Africa. You cannot vote at all unless you have voter ID. And if you don't have voter ID, then you have to have two Ghanaian citizens, right? Swear an affidavit and sign on your behalf that the guy that's about to vote without an ID is definitely a citizen. If he's not, the two of you are going to prison, right? And we're talking people like out in the freaking huts, like people that are out in the villages, people that are out in the cities. There's no way you're going to sit here and tell me that here yeah. in New Jersey, where you could literally get on a bus and go and get an ID, that the people in Ghana, the people in India, the people in, 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 in all these other countries have access to voter yes. ID. But you're telling me we can't do that here in the United States. Do you have any idea how racist you sound? And he stands up like, racist, how dare you call me a racist? <laughs> how dare you call me a racist? My father and I have lived in Patterson for many years, and I've been, we, 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 we have lots of black friends. And I'm like, I didn't ask you that. I have a color TV. I'm like, the, the I'm like white, I didn't the ask people, you. The white people cop out. I got a color television. Like, what are you, right? I'm a color television. <laughs> I'm like, I didn't ask you that. So the whole time I'm like, so I'm like, okay, I'm going to wind this guy up. And I'm like, yo, bro, I'm not saying you're racist. But I'm saying what you're saying sounds racist. <laughs> Fuck you, Bill. I can't stand you, bro. I'm sick and tired of you. And he just starts losing. And I'm you, like, why would you get so mad if it wasn't true? That's yeah. what I'm saying. That's what I'm so, saying. Like, why would you get so mad? So like, dude, if someone calls you something and that isn't complete, that isn't yeah. true, why you get mad about it? I'm like, it? dude, bro. relax, relax, bro. It's like, it's like, if it's all cool, it's cool. No, F you, F you. And he's leaving. And I'm like, where are you leaving to, bro? And he's like, I'm not leaving. No, he, actually, he leaves into the bar and he, he comes, comes back. back out. He's like, no, no, I'm not leaving because you want me to leave. I'm leaving because I want to leave. I'm going to the bathroom. I'm not going anywhere. And I'm like, all right, whatever you say, Bunker I've Bill. I've fucking See, dates like that. <laughs> I'll be right uh, here, Bill. Yeah. Oh, shit, so, dude. so, so Bunker, we call him Bunker Bill because like his father's basement bill, so he's Bunker Bill. He comes back. <laughs> he comes back with a tray of shots, and he's like, "You know what, Billy? I wasn't being very much like a gentleman. Let me, you know, like, like offer you a truce." And I'm like, "This guy probably put like a freaking quaalude or you something, know, <laughs> you, bro." But I'm like, "You know yeah, what? He wants to get you drunk and to put you on a fucking audio recording and say Listen, some I actually, shit. I actually have the picture that yeah. we took when when he got pretty smashed. We had, we we had a pretty good time, and I was like, "You know what? Sure, but I'll, I'll take a shot with you, bro." And um, he was actually a pretty decent guy. He wasn't he wasn't too bad after that. Um, he was being uh, once you established that he was. Not a racist, but well, said racist I mean, things. he kind of like you know. Well, that, that's still up in the air. <laughs> Look, bro. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah, here's a picture of him. For you to think that a whole entire yeah, race of that people. The, that was the day when we went out. We had a, we had a hey, couple. Man. Of Look, you know what though? That's what America's about. Yeah, you right know there. what I mean? Look, I don't agree you with know? you, but like, you know, we can, we can meet in the middle I wish, somewhere. I wish they had up? that same mentality. <laughs> Bro, I wish they all had that same mentality because we would get a lot more done. You know, yeah. somewhere along the line over the last, you know, 20 years, we've gotten so divided that it's like, 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 dude, these are people too. It's just, they're dumb people. Yeah. You know, but it's, uh, you know, no, no, uh, no harm, no harm. You know, yeah, yeah. we, we kind of made. A little bit of peace there, but he still he blocked me though. He blocked me on social media because like, yeah, because like, you're gonna call him out on his racist shit. Yeah, like if I say <laughs> something funny, like there's even there's even a, a post like a while back where he wrote something like uh like oh uh you keep talking crap about my father like uh you, you better shut up before I, I, it's on my Instagram somewhere, but it's yeah, like yeah. it's like buried and he's like oh you better shut up before I come beat the shit out of you or something. And I posted it on my Instagram yeah and I was like oh yo Bunker Bill's gonna beat me up yo go check it out. And then all my followers were like, yo, you ain't going to do nothing, bro. Like, you probably find it. It's, bro, it's these, much, much, much further down. A lot down. of these, like old, a these old established political people don't understand the social game. 
Oh no, they they have no idea how yeah. social media works. Much further down. Yeah, it's like this was like from 2020 when this happened. But dude, uh, I don't know many politics uh, politicians that understand the social game very well. No, and and to me, that's yeah, yeah Trump, Trump understood it, it quite well. AOC yeah. understands it quite AOC well. AOC gets it. Unfortunately, hey, you know what though? She's a she, listen. That's a testament, and this is your expertise, Dan. That's a testament to someone understanding how to fucking run a social platform and what they're good at and what they're not good at and who their target audience is. See, the difference between the fucking right and the left, bro, is that the left thinks the left thinks 20 years ahead. The right thinks about this year yeah. and last year yeah. and what's going to happen or, next year. Or traditional. Correct. So this is what Bunker Bill wrote trying to like threaten me and stuff. He oh, says, some- you're a fucking asshole, piece of shit, do nothing. My father's given his entire life to public service and this country for military service as a teacher, a mayor, and a legislator. What have you ever done for anyone other than yourself? You're just a total scum, juat like Trump. <laughs> if you if you are so tough, stand up and meet me so I can kick your ass. You <laughs> so look at so look at the next picture. This is a grown man. This is a grown man. This guy's like fifty something. Look at that. So I, I post that up. You know, I was like, if you're so tough, come and meet me. And I'll kick your ass. You want if you zoom in at the top, what a <laughs> zoom in at the top. Look what it says. So you at the top. told him. Look what it says. What a scalp. Yeah, got, <laughs> got a bro. scalp on that guy, bro. Bro, that's a nine head. Yeah, and yeah, and and, and 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 people just went to town on that gentleman, dude. That, but that's social justice, like social justice. Yeah, I'm like, social hey. media justice, baby. You fucking, you troll them when they get mad. Troll them. They that's get real it. mad. Oh yeah, it's fun. It's good. Way, fun. What would have happened if you guys actually met up? He's not gonna punch me in the face. That's for sure. No, he's not gonna punch me in the face. That's for sure. He's probably gonna shake my hand and buy me a shot and tell me to go f myself. No, he's gonna say, "I'm sorry, bro, but I still don't like you." That's fine. I don't like you, bro. But you you know, you want to buy me another shot? (laughs) (laughs) I like this dude, man. I respect that shit. A lot of good stuff has happened though. You guys following on uh, Winsome Sears, bro? That was badass. I fucking love it. I do too. And did you hear her speech? Yeah, it was amazing. It gave me chills. You guys want to play real quick? Is this the speech? Yeah. Man, it gave me chills. All right, all right, all right, settle down, settle down. I am at a loss for words for the first time in my life. Look at all those racists there, bro. Yeah, right? Look at all those Uncle Toms. Yeah. All those racist people from the GOP. Yeah. I am here. Yes. Marine Corps. Motivated. She's awesome. Dedicated. She is awesome. So I'm, I'm here because of you. I'm here because you voted for me. I'm here because you put your trust in me. That's the only reason I'm here. Thank you. Thank you. Got my speech. Want to introduce to you my husband, Terrence. <laughs> hey, anyway, dude. I'm trying to yeah, I know. She was a Marine? Another Marine. Hell yeah. Wow. Bro, she's first generation American. Hey, just hey, similar story. From Jamaica? Yeah. And my, and my other daughter. She's Jeanette. from Jamaica. She's from Jamaica. Yeah. I'm telling you that what you are looking at is the. 
American dream. The American dream. When my father came to this country, August 11th of 1963, he came at the height of the civil rights movement from Jamaica. He came and I said to him, but it was such a bad time for us, why did you come? And he said, because America was where the jobs and the opportunities were. And he only came with $1.75. $1.75. Took any job he could find and he put himself through school and started his American dream. And then, yes. And now he's comfortably retired. And then he came and got me when I was six years old. And when I stepped on that Pan Am Boeing 737, and landed at JFK, I landed in a new world. Yes, I mean, she's done a lot of amazing stuff. She uh, did a, uh, she opened up a women's shelter for domestic violence uh, victims, served our country in the Marine Corps. Um, I mean, she, she's, she's awesome. She's pro 2A. I mean, it's awesome. Well, dude, one of the best things about, and this is what we need, is we need people to come from regular life America yeah. who have, a perspective of regular Americans and not 40 years of nonsense like this dude that Billy's dealing with up in New Jersey. What do you say, 26 years? In Congress, but yeah. about 40, almost 50 years in politics yeah, so that collectively. that guy that you're talking to, that's all he's ever known. That's it. Yeah. 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 So you it's know? like he doesn't, he doesn't really understand what's going on with the common person or with the regular, uh, the regular New Jerseyan is dealing with. He'll speak as if he knows, but this guy's on Capitol Hill all the time. Or he's taking a nap somewhere else. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> he sleeps quite a bit, which is another thing that's funny. It's like I've got numerous pictures of the guy, of the guy just falling asleep in the middle of the house floor, falling asleep at events, you know, just like Joe Biden. Like well, that's what happens when we have a room full of 80-year-old people running shit. 86-year-old. Like, bro, here's what doesn't make sense to me. Like when I look at all this, like just look at this like, a, like through a regular lens. Like we have a country who's supposed to be the most powerful country in the world, that's supposed to be the most free country in the world, and we have all this new technology. We have all these new things happening. We have all this, this big youth movement in the culture and also in the economic culture of America, right? We have all these young people building businesses, building companies, building this. But then when we look at who's running the company or who's running the country, it's all these people who are like super old. They're in their 70s. They're in their upper 70s. They're in their late 60s. They are from a previous generation. and. <clears throat> If we're going to make a change in this country, if we're going to really fix things, we have to have people that come from reality, that haven't spent their entire lives in the bubble of politics. But I, th I think there's a, a great opportunity there, because if you look at, I mean, <clears throat> listen, we're just in a really fucking shitty time in a pinpoint of American history. Like when you're going to go back, this is going to be one of those pivotal moments. And you think about the Industrial Revolution Part Two, you think about you know, uh, clarity through voter, you, uh, through voter uh, registration. You think about all these, all these issues that are arising and that have really shown the snake's head over the last 18 months. The American people are great at solving big fucking problems. And so I, you look at it and you take responsibility as American citizens. I think they just pissed us off just enough to go in and solve the problems. And I, that's where I, you know, you got to find the positive in the situation. Are we in a shitty situation? Sure. The great thing about our country and the country's history is like, all right, 
here's an opportunity to go fix it. And I think last night, looking at Virginia in particular, you know, a blue state that's been historically blue, you know, turning red just simply on the premise of pissing the moms off, right? Now you start looking at the country and, and the premise of, okay, how do we fix that industrial side of America? How do you fix voter registration or voter ID? Like, they're going to, I mean, somebody like Elon Musk or somebody who really has the ability to create the technology and who's in, you know, really, I would call him a true independent. All right, he's going to wage war this way. And I think the people are going to support him to do so. That's, that's how I see this, this shitty situation we're in progressively moving into the right direction. So you think Elon Musk is going to save us? I think he can. Well, I think he course. has the ability I think there's to. lots of people that have the ability to. The problem is, is that like, just like he tried to put up his money for the UN this week, to solve, he put up $6 billion to solve- I don't solve, trust it. Huh? I don't trust it. The UN? Well, not, for what I don't trust the UN, that's one. But like, I don't trust any corporation like having that much uh, influence. Well, the problem is, I, I think there's multiple problems in that whole situation. I think that's a problem, 100%. Because I'm like, hey, remember world? I bailed you out. Well, if we allow him to fix the problems, that means we're allowing Bill Gates to fix the problems too, which is what's got us in a- Exactly. Fucking pickle right now. Exactly. My so point. I agree with that point of view. They, they already they already had 8.4 billion dollars. So that's why would six fix it? Yeah. Yeah. So that's so they that's had the, the money. Thing. They just don't know how to do what it. What he was doing was playing cards. Right. I mean, you're a professional poker player. Yeah. Like he it was the best bluff ever. Yeah. Therein lies my point. You know what I mean? There's the transparency aspect that comes in. Like like him, love him, hate him, hate him, give him the power too. They're going to need that platform to be able to expose it. Somebody like that has the ability to be able to expose and the technology be able to back it up. Like, hey, listen, I've already developed it. Here it is. I'll fucking give it to you. I don't want to run it. I don't want anything to do it. See what you got. Yeah, no, I totally agree with that. But the problem with that is, is that you have all these inner workings relationships on the back end where they're not allowing, like, dude, there's no, re there's a specific reason they use the system they use. Without question. And it's so still corrupt. So how do you dissolve that? And how do you like, like, okay, for example. And we've got next year, 2022, and then we've got 2024 coming up. And if you want better candidates, you got to vote for better candidates. How do we, as people, make sure that when 2022 comes around, which is only 12 months away, that we know for sure our votes are going to count? Because, dude, this system that's going on, this system that's being put out is compromised. And there's nobody that can argue that. It's it, At the very least, it's way less accurate than it could be. It's way slower than it could be. So how do we innovate this process in the next 12 months? What politician's going to take that lead? Who's going to make that happen? It would take someone uh, like DeSantis or Abbott or a combination of the red governors getting together and saying, <clears throat> look, election integrity is the biggest thing. And dude, Democrats should be about that too. They just should be. And if they're not, why aren't they? Anybody, yeah, that's right. And anybody out there that's, that thinks that those people have valid ideas, which I don't think very many do anymore, what would be the reason to not have? Because it's racist, apparently. Yeah, like, but making, well, making me, changes yeah, bro, to the election laws are. True. I know it's not, yeah, but I'm but, saying that's what they say. Yeah, but, I know, but like, dude, I think they've worn that narrative out. Like, I think people they're are They're going to ride it to the wheels fall off. I don't yeah, see I think them it's stopping anytime soon. Like, dude, people, aren't, people are not reacting to the same race baiting that was... Uh, like, dude, I think people have seen a lot of the truth come out over the last couple of years where they're like, fuck, dude, we've been kind of played. And now when they've tried to stir up these emotions, like, for example, the Kaepernick shit that just came out. Yeah. OK, they're trying to stir up race emotions and everybody's like, dude, fuck you. We're tired of your shit. Yeah. You know, so I think they've exhausted that 
they so what so that's what I'm saying. So what's the reason now? Because even the because the people the people they say it's racist towards even say it's not fucking racist. I mean, I, I think they're gonna I think they're gonna continue to push that narrative. It's I agree. either that it's either that or they're gonna have to change their policies. Yeah. What I believe and I firmly believe this is like if the if the GOP and the Republican Party actually gets behind solid candidates that are really really trying to make a difference, candidates like myself. You know, I believe that we could finally drive the stake in the heart of the party at this point. Joe Biden's, in my opinion, I say it all the time. Joe Biden's the greatest thing that ever happened to the GOP. Ever, Absolutely. Ever. I think he's because one of the greatest things that happened to America, if I'm being completely yeah, honest. Yeah, because I'm like, listen, every now now everybody's eyes are open. That's correct. Right? It's like there's madness going on in the election, electoral process. In 2016, they said it was Russians, right? 2020, super secure. Never yeah, happened. That's right? right. You got your son dealing with the CCP. You're moving all this money around. There's weird stuff going on. You got the media scenes. covering you for you. You're falling asleep. Yeah. You're doing all kinds of stuff. You can barely hold a sentence. You go on public and other news agencies on the other side of the world are clowning this gentleman. You shit your pants at the Vatican, bro. <laughs> I heard about it. I don't know if that's true or not. No, no, bro. no. That's true. It's true. It's true. true. Yeah. Like How it, is that true? I, I, I yeah. thought it was just like a, well, like, there, a, like a rumor. Well, apparently there was a there was a plane delay and it got leaked that there was a, a, a restroom emergency. Really? And it, it delayed there's, the plane for almost two there's hours. There's video of them of, in two different suits at the same in the same day. Really? Yeah. Oh wow. So like, dude, like, dude, the guy's old. Like, I'm not fucking hating on him, but I'm just saying that's probably not the guy we need to be having to run around our country. Not at all. You know, go back though, and I wouldn't let him run our fucking company, bro, for a fucking day. (laughs) Dan, do you think I let him run this company? (laughs) That's what I'm saying. It's not to be rude. It's just it's real. Okay, so real life. He has late stage dementia. If I came to you and I said, "Hey, Dan, I'm gonna fucking let Joe Biden run my company for fucking next four years," what would you say? It's just physically not possible. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just not possible. And this motherfucker's uh, running yeah. our country. Well, no, he's but well, yeah. Back to the back to the point, you know, of the Elon Musk thing is you if we have a problem in society, it's gonna be solved by capitalists. It's not gonna be solved by yes. politicians. That's the problem. And that's the problem on red or blue. No matter where the vote lies and how, the voting process is fucking broken. And so we say, oh, the Republicans are gonna fix it. That's a dog shit statement in and of itself. Because they're just as corrupt. That's yeah, right. They're trying to hang news. on too. And so, like, when everybody's, well, well, one person can't have the power. Well, I look at history. That one person that creates the one idea has created, solved a lot of fucking issues over time. I mean, Bill Gates is a great example. Like him, love him, leave him, hate him. Look at Zuckerberg. You look at Bezos. Uh, fucking Bezos. You, you, might, look hate, at you might hate him, but... You might hate him, but they've... Most efficient in the world. Correct. And so, those things have created from capitalism. And so, somebody's going to have to come up with that idea and then turn it over. Not Dan and I have had a lot of conversations in regards to blockchain. I'm not a huge blockchain monetary guy, different fundamental theories, but this is a perfect example where blockchain does fit because it's a secure platform. You know what I mean? And somebody could develop it and turn it off into a free algorithm where it runs oh, and, yeah. and you could vote through it. And that is a perfect situation. And Dude, I think they need to put that in before the next election. And I think I it's going to, I think somebody like my point in the Elon Musk, somebody like Elon Musk, who has the ability to develop it, mine it, fund it and independently generate it and turn it off is going to have to do that. And it's not going to be the fucking red party or the blue party or the independents because they're all in it for the same shit. They're on the take just like everybody else. And that's the problem, you know? And that's the the distrust when you talk about, oh, well, I don't trust it. Well, why don't you trust it? You don't trust it because those guys are fucking crooks on both sides. True. And there'd be no people involved. If if someone someone like Coinbase made it, there'd be no humans involved. It's just on the blockchain. It's no human error. When I think of Republicans, I don't think of, I I I don't think of guys like you. Like, I don't think of, like, regular people with conservative-type values, good ideas. I think, like, he's talking about. Like, like I, the suit I, and tie guys. Yeah, I see them all the same, bro. I see them all the same. I see these guys 
all part of one big power structure that is oppressive towards the actual humans in this country. Um, and I think, you know, they push down the narrative that we all hate each other and they get us in fighting. And it really is all of us, we the people. And then these 600 people up there causing us all this shit. And like, dude, we need real representation. Like guys like you, even people that would have the opposite viewpoint as you, that would be from, which they wouldn't if they were from real life, but even people who have a different viewpoint, who might run as a Democrat, that are still regular humans from the real street, like from real neighborhoods, those are the, those are the people that have to be running for government. And, and, and we can't have these lifetime, every lifetime politician out there is not serving us anymore. They're not serving us. And, you know, it's funny that you say that because I, I brought this up to a couple of people. The Constitution, when the Constitution was written, it was written for regular guys, like the farmers, the, the carpenters, the yeah, regular yeah. people to get involved inside their government. Somehow, somewhere along the line, it's become perverted. We believe that you have to be like some Ivy League suit and tie guy to actually be involved in politics. Like, sometimes people ask me questions, and they'll say, and it's usually like a Democrat trying to like downplay. like, well, Bill Pascrell has been bum, 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 bum. What is your credentials? And I'm like, none. I don't need it. I was like, that's exactly why I'm going to be a that's better candidate. Like, I actually live yes. under this guy's policies. This guy's done nothing but create policies. He's disconnected from it. You know, this country, I don't have to have these so-called credentials to run because there's lots of people with college degrees that are dumb as bricks. That's right. You know what I mean? So it really doesn't make a difference what you're talking about. Like, do my ideas make sense or are they stupid ideas? Correct. If they're good ideas, then what do we talk? What do we have in this good conversation ideas. for? You know what I mean? And, if it works, and, it works. Dude, I think it's important to note that we need people that are that are willing to look at every issue individually and not just team up with the people who happen to have the same yeah, party name I as you. I can't stand that. You know, you know? Like, like, dude, like I feel just the short time I met you and follow you, I know for sure that if something would come along that you didn't think was right, you would say, no, even if all the other Republicans were, were with it, you would say, no, I'm not with that. And, uh, and, and that's the people we need. We need people with backbone who are going to, instead of, team to push things through instead address things on both sides for what they really are is it right or is it wrong is it good or is it not good is it a good idea or is it a bullshit idea exactly you know and i feel like this group think that's been like pressed down you know from the division right like democrat republican that's why nothing gets done that's right that's why nothing gets done that's in congress right. you know it's like you'll see these people like oh you know, this guy, Congressman Joe Blow over here has a freaking fantastic. Don't talk to him. He's a Democrat. That's right. Yeah. That's, right. That's, That's a mean? great like, idea. You can't say right? that. Like, you like know? stay with us. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to create another deal. And it's, it's and then, then and then the Democrats are like, oh, no, you can't work with Congressman. That's John the wrong Blow. culture that we need to have in America in our government. It's the absolute wrong culture. Yeah. The culture needs to get back. And the only way it will get back to everybody working in the legitimate best interests of the country is going to be people like you and like a lot of you guys listening who are on the fence right now who are thinking just like billy did in 2020 thinking man some shit needs to get fixed i don't know who's gonna fix it and to say i'm just gonna do it that's right and you know what's funny is like you know i don't i don't i don't, I don't mean to like toot my own horn here but it's like when i ran there were a lot of people that i met that ran and that, that ended up running in 2021 that I'm very proud of. People like Dave Herrera, who's running for council in East Brunswick. Jen McCarr, she's running for school board. My campaign manager, Eli Moalem, he ran for school board. You know, there's lots of young people, lots of veterans, people that have just been regular uh, people in society. Darius Mayfield, it. another guy. Darius yeah. Mayfield, he's running for Congress in District 12 as well, too. He was like, you know, I'm running because you were running. I almost wasn't going to run in 2020, 2022. And he said, bro, like, you better run because, like, 
you 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 did great. You started something, bro. And I was like, if you don't run, I'm not gonna run, bro. And I want to run, so you gotta run. See this thing that you know? you're doing, bro. What you're explaining, that shit's happening everywhere in the country. Oh yeah, now. and this is the this is the it's best happening time for everywhere. It. If you go to every town or every county across the country, the exact same thing you're doing, other people are doing. Absolutely, but, dude. We're. I think if you guys, and I don't care if what your beliefs are, if if we as citizens can get involved. We'll be able to take the government away from these lifetime people. We're supposed to. I'm, I'm inspired a little bit by this Virginia win. I'm not, I'm not, it doesn't make me happy, but it gives me like a little bit of hope that maybe. I'm very happy for it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not like, oh, like celebrate, but I'm saying like, okay, I, maybe I'm not, listening. maybe I'm not as, maybe I'm not, maybe it's not as bad as I thought it was. And maybe we, we can just get, get people active and get them in there and win this back. We totally, we, we totally, totally can. And, and even yeah. myself, when I get elected, I've got a plan called the 8-10-12 plan. It's another policy I forgot to mention here. So I believe in term limits, big time. So it's eight years for the president, 10 years for Congress, 12 for Senate, no more, right? So that's five congressional terms, two Senate terms, right? You shouldn't be in there any longer than that. Totally I myself, agree. I myself don't want to be in politics for more than 10 years for two reasons. No, it's one, service. Right, exactly. For one, it's service. And two, it's like, I'm still young. You know what I mean? By yeah. the time, I'm, if, I'm, if I complete the full 10 years, I'm 42 years old. I still got my life to live. You know, I don't want to be in there collecting dust with all these. I hate politicians. Yeah, yeah. I, I really yeah. do. You know what I mean? It's like, it's either you go in there and you get the job done or get out. Yeah. You know, if I didn't get the job done in 10 years, then I'm a failure. Yeah. You know, if anybody gets in there and they don't get the job done in 10 years, then you're a failure. See, the president gets a lot done in eight. There's a big problem with that, though, because what ha I think a lot of people start off in politics with that attitude and then get in and they get like a, a, a deal, right? Like, like Cory Bush? Huh? You mean like a Cory Bush? Yeah, for example. Like they have good intentions going in and then they get financed or they get some uh -huh. sort of back deal or they get. And that's another problem, bro. We need people who are willing to go to the government, run for office and then pass legislation that doesn't serve their self-interest. That's a big problem. Like, because what we're asking is we're asking people to go there and then, because I think that's a great plan, by the way, that some sort of plan like that in terms of term limits, I think has to happen. So, but what, what you're doing is for all these other guys who have been there for 40 years, you're taking away their whole life. And yeah. so it's a very hard, we need people that are unselfish, that are pro-America first and pro the good of the people first to go in and legislate these, these things like term limits or anti-lobbying legislation, like where you can't, yeah, you shouldn't be able to go in and come out and, and being a hundred millionaire when you went in and making 176 grand. That's, term, that's, limits that's, don't, term limits won't work without, without getting rid of lobbying. Gotta get rid of also do is so, up the ante. I, and, I, and I agree with that as well. 100% because like I was mentioning, that guy Bunker Billy just saw over there, he's a, he's a lobbyist, mm -hmm. right? So he lobbies on behalf of his father. You know, he sells access to us. Oh, you guys want to get something done? Go and talk with my dad over here. And that's just, that's, uh, that's what he does here. The good thing is there's a lot of young people in, that are getting involved in politics that are my age, or even a little bit younger, that are getting involved. Every single one of them that I've met so far supports term limits and they want term limits to, to happen. John, John Burke came up. Uh, he had a really, really good idea as well when it comes to politicians. Um, and it has to do with their pay. He, he's, he, he, he suggests that, you know, you're a congressman, right, for whatever, you know, District 9, whatever the medium income is for District 9, that's how much your salary is. It's not this everybody's getting 200 grand a year bullshit. If your median income is 50 grand for your district, that's what you're getting paid. Well, and I think it, it 
it keeps the purity of the district intact too, right? The people yeah. of that district are going to run again, for that district. About how, like, you, you, these people are getting... Here's the you're, no, you're no longer able to relate to your community no more. Your community is making... The average income is 30 grand. You're making 175. You don't give a fuck about them no more. What's the downside? Because I'm curious to hear this. I totally agree with what you're saying, 100%. The yeah. downside with this, I think that opens the door for more corruption. You know what I mean? I'm not making... Yeah, I think especially if, you, especially yeah, yeah. if somebody's been in and they've been making that kind of money now suddenly they're cut down. Who's to say they're not going to make it even more? Who's to for say sure. they're not going to make more in the fair? Has, I think it has to be a trifecta. You got to hit term limits. You got to hit lobbying. And you got to, I think if you hit all three of those together, we will have the purest fucking politicians you would ever have. Now, are they going to try to find loopholes? I'm sure they will. But, but guess because what? The, when you do, you get in trouble. Because the same happens with school boards. Like, it's like school boards, most of these positions are unpaid. Yeah. You know, but they'll get involved because they have a lot of political wiggle room to get things done. It's like, oh, yeah, you're not going to get any money. The money ain't made if in the you're school working here yeah. and you do this, I can get yeah. you that money. I can get you that uh, that contract. I can make sure we can move these things so that you're satisfied. So even if we cut the amount that they're going to make, I don't think it's gonna. I don't think it's gonna have the benefit that we think. I think it'll probably make things a lot worse. Mm. Uh, but then at the same time, we're paying two hundred seventy thousand dollars for these people. Like my opponent, like his net worth is like what? I think like one point nine million the last time I checked. You know, and you've done nothing but been a politician your entire life. You know what? Is, I don't know what he's doing with the money or where he's getting it. But this guy, you catch my drift. You, you, you know, you know what I'm saying? It's like you're, you're, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't, well, it doesn't matter. He's, he's, he's got three million right now. It's not just three million. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I was wrong. I was totally wrong. Three million. Yeah, two point nine. Yeah, here's another interesting. Well, right. Hold on, dude, you haven't said too much, and I want to. I want to ask you because I got you here, and now we're deep in this conversation on social issues and America and all these things. And I'm talking to Dan, and I know it's not something that you talk. What do you think? Of all this shit going on, like, what do you what do you see happening? What do you see the solution being? So the video I posted this morning was in big bold letters. This is the way to fix America. Yeah, and the reason I said it is I don't argue much about politics mostly because one i don't have time to argue with people two the people that agree with me already agree with me and the people that don't i, I just i'm not going to change them and so i talk about factual ways that people can fix things and similar to what you say about going out there and doing things in your local communities so i talk about the entrepreneurs i talk about the businesses that's the one that that's the part that hurts me the most is watching so many entrepreneurs bankrupt so many restaurants closed, so many stores closed, so many dry cleaners, like the most random things are just closed. And it breaks my heart because it's demoralizing it's, to drive yeah. down the street out by where you're at. Yeah. My, my sports card store, I don't have a neighbor for two blocks either way. Not one. Every restaurant is closed. Every store is closed. Every bar is closed. The chicken shawarma place and the Mexican shop, all closed. All of them. Literally all of them. That's, that's what's really happening. When these policies and the masks and mandates and now there's a freaking health pass or something that came out two days ago. Like, yeah. It's mind boggling. That's the parts that I care about. And so I try to talk about what can people actually do? Because I'm not going to sit and argue with them about it. I'm going to tell them, this is what I'm doing. I'm investing in companies to create more jobs. Mm -hmm. I'm going out there and trying to inspire people to go out. I never stopped throwing events. When the whole city, state, country, planet was closed down, I threw an event. March, April, May, June, July, 2020, didn't matter. I was throwing 300 person events, 1,000 person events. And I, I never blinked and never So flinched. you're responsible for the pandemic. Yes, absolutely. Fuck. <laughs> like you're I, the, I never you're the nucleus to the super spreaders. I, I, yeah. I, I never super spreader Dan. And instead of me telling people about being quiet or going out and doing it, I just did it. I actually executed every single month. I threw charity events, I threw business events, I threw meetups, I threw did. every single time and never yeah. flinched. Because that to me was the action. Instead of me just talking and arguing with people, I just told them, like you guys out there try to inspire people to take action. That's what I like about it. Most people are in the comments thinking that they're doing something by arguing. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna sit and talk to you guys about that. 
I'm going to go out and no, do you're, it. You're, you're doing real shit. But that's success in life too, right? I mean, yeah. most people most people who are busy being successful are so busy being successful because they're doing that they're not worried about talking about it. You know, Bro, it was, 90% of the reason I stopped posting static posts on Instagram was because I didn't have time to argue with dumbasses in the comments. Right. And I just didn't even want to deal with it. And I'm like, fuck it. It makes no difference to me. And like I told you, we were, talk we were talking about this this morning. It only made my brand stronger, actually. Right. So, you know, <clears throat> you can't argue. We're past the point of arguing. Like, like we could sit here all day and go to these people who don't agree with us and try to convince them and they won't fucking get it. So what we do have to talk about and focus on uh, are real solutions, things that need to really happen. Yes. You know, um, you know, one of the things I think needs to really happen uh, is that we need to get black America to wake up to the fact that that. The Democrats do not serve their best Absolutely. interests. Absolutely. Absolutely. What do you think the best way to do that is? Because I feel like, and this has been a, a really cool thing that I've witnessed, um, because when the Black Square thing happened, I wouldn't post it, because I know what BLM's about. Yeah, I wasn't up. Yeah, yeah. well, it started here in St. Louis with Michael Brown. So we, DJ and I and, and the guys, like, we all understand what they do. They come in, they stir shit up, they take a bunch of money, and they fucking skate. And none of the communities here got better. None of the people here got better. None of the destroyed businesses got fucking help. It was all a bunch of bullshit. And so we saw it. So I didn't post it. And dude, I got called all the fucking shit, right? Like all the names and I, our boycott first form. We got canceled 37 fucking times. It was actually really cool though, because what it did was, is it put a whole bunch of, of black eyeballs onto my brand to see what I was really about. And dude, I've gotten so many fucking positive messages from, from black Americans saying, bro, when I first met you, I met you because people were saying that you were racist or they were saying this or they were saying that. But dude, fuck, I was fooled by these motherfuckers. <laughs> like you've been telling the truth. And I'm like, thank you. Like, dude, it's been so cool to see so many people kind of open their eyes as to what's going on. But what do you think the solution is? Because like, dude, what, like, I, what, we, what I think the solution is, is is for one to keep talking facts, keep spreading truth. Yeah. Like, I'll, I'll give you an example, right? There's some people that will look at me and be like, oh, this guy's a race trader. He's a Republican. He supports Trump. And I don't pay them any mind, right? Yeah. I just keep it going. I keep going. I don't respond to the comments. I don't do any of that kind of stuff because at the end of the day, they're going to really see what I'm about as they start to dig. For example, I put a tweet out um, about two days ago about what's going on at the border, right? And I wrote, blacks have been enslaved, fought and died for this country and we get nothing. Illegals break our laws, and Biden wants to give each of them $450,000 each. How does this make any sense? Black people, please stop voting blue. Let this be the last time that Democrats insult our intelligence. So things like this. I was at the border the day before I wrote that tweet, right? And I literally saw my own eyes, recorded it and everything, about 70, 80 of these illegals walking into our country, no problem. Border patrols letting these people walk in, no problem. The illegals, they come into places like my district, District 9, right? They take up a lot of the housing. They take up a lot of the resources. We're paying taxes. We're dealing with it. Black people do not see what's happening here. It's like we're being replaced by another, quote unquote, victim demographic. Thank you. You know what I mean? Thank that's you. what's happening here. I've been saying that on the show for fucking oh, years, bro. Is, because that's and what it is. And everybody's like, oh, dude, that's conspiracy talk. No, it's not. I've seen it with my own replacement eyes. Theory. No, motherfucker. That's yes. exactly what they're doing. Patterson and Passaic, where I live right now, it's like, for example, there's lots of there's 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 lots of rapes that are happening in Passaic right now, right? You look at it, about 80 to 90% of the time, the person that did the rape was an illegal, right? Someone who's not even supposed to be in the country to begin with. Yet we've got all these people coming in and we're like, oh, feel bad for them. No. What are you talking about? Like, I'll, I'll tell you something. There's this guy, 
I'm not gonna put him on blast. He's kind of a good, kind of a good dude. He's like a part of like Black Lives Matter movement in, mm -hmm. in uh, Patterson, right? And I see him. He makes a tweet, and he's basically mad at, at Joe Biden. Like, you know, oh, look, the government doesn't care. And he's like, you know, shout out to all the illegals that are um, able to, you know, to get that funding, get your money, you know, for being separated. And I'm like, yo, bro. So you mean to tell me that you're 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 happy? that our tax dollars are going to people that shouldn't be in this country. Like you give someone $450,000, they're automatically in the 1%. Yeah. You make $330,000, you're in the 1%. You want to make all these illegals into the 1% right now. What about the black people at this point? Yeah. And he's like, well, technically this isn't our land. And I'm like, don't give me that bullshit. Yeah, that's because, listen, progressive you bullshit. Wanna, like, 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 check this out. In the United States, you got all these different tribes, right? They say, oh, well, this was stolen land, right? This wasn't stolen land. This was conquered land, right? Yeah. The same way. Which that, is the same way that every other motherfucking country exactly. was founded. Not just that. I mean, like, even the people that were here before, even before Western settlers came here, the natives, you, you better believe it. They were killing and enslaving each other too. Yeah. Right? This is what was happening. This is just what that, it is. Dude, you're right. So if you're going to sit here and you're going to say that like, oh, well, this isn't our country. This is conquered land and this is all this stuff and the illegals deserve to get our money and you're talking about Black Lives Matter, bro, look what's happening in Patterson. We're being gentrified as we speak. That's it. And you want to bring these people in. Who do you think is going to replace us? That's it. He says, you know what? You got a good point. Well, see, and you know, I think it's important to delineate too. I think inside the BLM movement, there's two distinct kinds of people. Yeah. There's people who genuinely are there for the rights of black people. Yeah. And, and dude, I can fucking stand with that. Yeah. I, I, I can support you, you that. You know what I'm saying? That, yeah. like, the people who are genuinely there because they don't want black people to get their fucking asses beat by the cops. They they want some right. help or in their system. Or, or the vaccine passport. Whatever. I yeah. get it. Yeah. Okay. This is the problem with the BLM movement is that there's two we have those people who are all well-intentioned people, probably like this dude. Yeah. Right. And then you have the fucking Marxist communist leaders of yep. that organization, which are utilizing these good intended people who are just fighting for their fucking equality and their rights in this country, manipulating them to go do their fucking battle. Yeah. That's what I see, bro. Yeah, they're, they're, they're using them like the, like, the, uh, like the useful idiots, like the Marxists use, yeah. like in Russia. Like once they serve their purpose, they got rid of them. Because, dude, when you talk to people who, like, like who are out in the marches and doing these things, they, those people think and believe that they're part of some sort of civil rights sort-esque yeah. movement, right? Yeah. Like, I'm doing a good thing. I'm doing a great thing. But what you're doing is you're marching for communism. You're marching for Marxism because that's where the fucking money goes. Yeah. Okay? And we've got to get clear on that. Like, if we're going to make a movement that's pro-anything, let's make sure that the money's going towards that cause. I mean, they raise billions and billions of dollars worldwide. Like, when I, I, I tried telling a couple of these people that are in BLM. I'm like, yo, oh, bro. it's a genius fucking name, bro. I mean, like, come on, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah of course Black Lives Matter. They do. Right. But I'm like, okay, well, you, 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 don't, you, don't, you don't believe Black Lives Matter and you're right. black? Right. What? Right. Right. You know what I mean? So, bro, when I saw a video of a Black Lives Matter protest going on in Japan, this was like in 2019, I believe it was, right? Hundreds of thousands of Japanese people, not a black guy in sight. Black Lives Matter. And I'm like, <laughs> the only black people in Japan is like maybe a handful of tourists and like American troops or something That's like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And they're doing totally fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But I'm yeah. like, so if, 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 if money's, first off, who's funding that? Who's, where's that money coming from? Yeah. If you've got money going on and, and that's happening over there in Japan, you got the Black Lives Matter flag on all of these embassies and all this stuff and billions of dollars are coming out here, but none of this is coming this way. None of us, none of us are, 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 are getting paid here. These guys... And and I did a live stream about this a while back too. Black Lives Matter, on their old uh, on their old website because the website's different now. On their page, and you could, if you go on the Wayback Machine, you'll be able to find it. But on their page, they had an about us section essentially, and they were talking about how one of the things that they were for 
was they talked about how they were for trans rights, they Destruction, were for gay nuclear rights, family. getting rid of the nuclear they family. Say, they said it on their know? site. Yeah. Before everybody woke up to it, 100% it had that on Oh, there. yeah. And now it's, you can still find it. If, yeah. you, if you go on waybackmachine.com and you go back to 2019, you can well, find when that. We, when we did that episode, bro, the Black Square episode, we talked about exactly what he's yeah. talking about. Yeah. And it was on the site then because we pulled it up. Yep. What is Wayback Machine? So Wayback Machine, so basically when you, whenever you put anything on the internet, it's archived. It's there forever, right? So Wayback Machine allows you to see a previous version of the From website. That day. Yeah. So like if you go back to like, let's say December 13, 2019, and you're like, oh crap, let me delete that, right? Sure, you could delete it, it's but still it's, there. it's archived. So you can go back and look at an archived version of that website and you'll see exactly what was there. I'm pulling it up. Yeah, bro. No, no, no. That's, that's how a lot of these, uh, that's how a lot of these people are getting caught on their shit. Like, yeah. And they're pulling this shit up from fucking 20 years ago and then putting it up here. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, it, it's... That's a, that's a smart... Have you ever heard of Let Me Google That For You? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's oh, good. dude, that's one of the best hidden it gems is. on the internet. It's the best website on the internet. So I'm period. excited for Wayback Machine. Oh, I'm yeah. Gonna, you're, open you're, my eyeballs. You're going you're gonna, to you're gonna, you're gonna see some, some pretty interesting stuff. It's, I'm sorry. My FBI agent's slowing me down right no, now. No, no, no. You <laughs> type it in Google. Type it in Google because it goes by a different name. I think it's like archive.org, but it's, but it's called the Wayback Machine. If you type dude, in, you know what I would like Google. to see, bro? I would like to see black America be proud of the American flag. Oh, 100%. And they should be. Yeah, and, I know. And a lot of them, and, and the truth is, a lot of them are, actually. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just that it, it's almost as if, and, and Black Lives Matter has kind of created that, that dynamic where it's, there you go, that's it. And then you type Black Lives Matter in there. They've kind of created that, that, that dynamic where it's like, it's cool and edgy to be anti-American. I'm like, don't you understand that? It's like, this is your country. You helped build this country. Yes. If this goes down, where are you going to go? England? I lived in England. It yeah. sucks. We yeah. shot them in the face for a reason. <laughs> we started a revolution for a reason. The taxes Shitty are way weather, too high. Bad food. High taxes, period. Yeah, yeah, man. I could just go period. on about a couple yeah, of yeah, things. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's like, um, yeah, there we go. It's pulling up. But so, and it's like uh, the average African American. You talk to them; they're they they they're happy to be American. But it's almost as if it's taboo to come out and say that. Yeah, that no, that's like, what I'm oh, saying. Like, 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 they're, oh, like they're afraid to like fly a flag, bro. Motherfucker, like, that is your flag. I tell oh. people. I don't know if you guys remember this, but I think it was like 1992, the Olympics, right? When uh, Whitney Houston sung the the national anthem, yeah. watch that video again right now. Like I'm even getting chills thinking about it because like it was just such an an incredible sight to see. Everyone in the crowd waving the American flag. She freaking uses her diva voice and yeah, like yeah. every everybody, all walks of life, all different colors. Everybody is unified and like that version of America that I grew up in. And I'm talking like pre 9 11. Like the, that that version nah, of America just, is gone. Let's like hop it, in you know the wayback I mean? machine, bro. Let's bring it back. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Let's if hop in the wayback machine. Look, bro, we could bring it back. Yes. We can bring yes, we it. Can. And yeah, we can. Yeah, we go back to like 2019. It, I think it could come back a lot faster than what people think. Yeah, my video, my final sentence was, we can fix this. Yeah, we can, bro. Without crack cocaine. You know what I mean? Whitney yeah. can still hit it. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Hey, man. Whatever it takes. <laughs> <laughs> cocaine to hell of a drug. We were talking about that last night, too, man. I've never done that shit before. Like, fucking, I, I'm, people, I'm just going to say this. I wouldn't do that shit because I know what would happen. What would happen is all bad things. Never leave the gym. <laughs> yeah. No, sh I fucking never do anything ever again. And I could have unlimited access to it. I don't know about unlimited. I think that, I think that particular drug isn't at the undefeated championing of helping people go bankrupt. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but it's not because of the cost of the drug. It's all the stupid shit you do on it. <laughs> <laughs> Hear me out. I bought Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, fuck, dude. Think of my car collection if I would be oh on drugs all the time. Oh, my God. It's not good. A white Lamborghini Countach. That's right. Yeah, exactly. I've been crawling out the most. Quaaludes. Yeah. <laughs> that, that you cannot get. Yeah. Dude, it, you know, I think about that sometimes. Like, um, some people had a problem with Trump's st- slogan, like, make America great again. Yeah. Like, when was it ever great? That, was it dude, great? that was that so was the argument great. of some of our friends. Yeah. Okay. Some, I'm looking at Dan. You know, and, and, and to me... Because I understand, I, I think I have a decent understanding of history. As far as I know, this is the only country that's ever existed where it's been multicultural, of multi-religion, uh, multi-race, and we've produced the most amazing success in the history of the earth in the shortest amount of time. And that comes from every different culture. All See, I think it's possible, because people make this argument when it comes to race, like they say, uh, like, because, you know, Martin Luther King, I'm a huge Martin Luther King fan because I think what he says is true regarding everything. Like you should judge people on the content of their character, not the color of their skin or anything else. And the problem that I think when people say that in America, people hear that and they say, well, we have to acknowledge race because it's an obvious thing. Yeah. But like, why can't we celebrate all the cool shit about everybody's race and still not use it as a negative? Like, like, why can't we celebrate all the good shit and the unique shit and the unique cultural thing? Like, every, like everybody's like, I listen to hip hop almost exclusively, you know, and like those fucking leftists are like, oh, that's fucking cultural appropriation. Oh, 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 motherfucker. You just mad because you like can't. I like the shit. Yeah, right? that, they're just mad because they can't dance. Well. That's right. <laughs> but they, dude, they don't have no swag. That's, <laughs> that's the problem. But, and they clearly don't. Yeah. They don't dance like Sal. Right. <laughs> so, you see, and I'm the only motherfucker in here can dance. <laughs> yeah, dude. Okay. DJ dances on his little fucking tippy toes. I, we got space and opportunity. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, hit that shit. Let's go. <laughs> but dude, you get what I'm saying though? Like yeah. we can have both. We can have getting along harmoniously w- without these racial tensions and celebrating. And like, dude, things like humor, like those things bring society together. Like we can all laugh at the funny shit that we all fucking do. Like you white know, people do a lot of fucking fucking funny ass shit. Guess what? So do black people. Guess what? So do Asian people. Guess what? Madat, your people. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what I'm saying? Like, where can we get back to that? You know, and I've said this a couple of times before, is the concept of America, in theory, is not supposed to work at all. You know, it's like you got people from Mm. different countries, different worlds, different religious backgrounds, different moral understandings. But it's like the second you come to America... You don't abandon who you are, That's right. but you inherit being becoming an American. Yeah. You're unified under that flag. You're unified under that constitution. Okay, for example, you know, you may be Sunni. This guy may be Shia. And I know back home, you probably hate each other. But when you're here, you're an American, right? You're Israeli. You're Palestinian. We we're may American. have beef over there, but right here, yeah. we're American, yeah. right? At the end of the day, we all have to work together to make America yeah, better. Dude, one of the coolest things about America is that, like, let's just say your parents are from Ghana. Yeah. Like, dude, you know how cool it would be to go to dinner at, like, their house and hear their stories about yeah. where they came from and their customs. Yeah. Like, dude, I think that's one of the coolest things about America is like that we're all different. Like every other country you go to, they all do the same shit. They all come from the same place. Like here, the best thing about America is the diversity and all we do is fucking attack each other for it. It's fucking bullshit. And it never used to be like that. I remember being a no, kid. No, it didn't. Being on the playgrounds, like, you know, 
people say racist jokes, but it was not because the guy was a racist. It was like, you know what? Let me try and take this one to the next yeah. level. You know, let me see how let me far get you can, back. Yeah, let me let me see how far I can push the envelope, you know, before so you, you cry or something. You know, you well, smell, I tell you, you smell like hot dog water. I, I can tell you who tells them <laughs> the most racist jokes in this and that I fucking know is sitting right next to you. <laughs> <laughs> but fucking shit's funny. Uh, what can I say? But, but dude, like that's what I'm talking about, though. Like that was just a better era, not because of the jokes, but because we could tell jokes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and guess what happened when somebody told a joke that went too far? You got punched in the face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you got told, fun. Or, or nobody laughed. You or, yeah, and then guess what? You didn't tell the joke no <laughs> right. more. Like, yeah. But now every like, fucking joke is a hoof. Yeah, but culture regulates itself. We yeah. don't need the, like these movements to protect everybody. Like, if you go outside and you show disrespect to someone and someone punches you in the face, guess what? You learn respect. Like, this is, this is the American way of doing yeah. things. And like, it, it, I just want us to get back to that and people are like we're never going back to that yeah we can yeah i think so i I, I believe we can because and and you know what you know why we can bro because young men like you are willing to stand up and say hey i'm fucking done with this shit i'm gonna fucking fix it thank you that's why and and you know it's like what i've noticed is there's always a trend like every generation after the next wants to rebel against the previous generation you know what i'm saying yeah millennials and generation x they were rebelling against the boomers and now the generation z is like these guys are a bunch of freaking wimps you know i'm gonna wear my trump hat just because it makes my mom mad (laughs) yeah dude i'm like on the edge the upper edge of the millennials and i used to fucking hate them and now it's like these people and the millennials are teamed up Against the Z guys. We have to, yeah. <laughs> like, like, hey, man, these guys are fucking weird with their TikTok shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, but it's, it, it, I, I think it's a good thing. And I, I have, um, it, sometimes it can be deeper. You're like, you know, oh, there's no hope for America. But then sometimes you'll see things here and there. And I'm like, you know what? Nah, these kids are going to fight, bro. I you think know? so. I, I, I think that, and, and we're going to be living in a much different world than we are right now. Yeah. You know, uh, they, they try to make it was it was our generation the millennials that, that wanted to make it cool to be like, we have to be accepting. And this guy likes these this that that dude or whatever. And this person's of that group. And we have to all be accepting as if we weren't already doing that in America. Dude, they just put a, a, a magnifying a glass. They put a magnifying glass on it to make it seem like, you know, the problems that are very small are so huge. Now they've got to shove it all the way down your throat to get you to realize like, hey, look, you're like, look, look at, look at us. We're so LGBT. Look at us. We're so pro-black. Look at us. We love Spanish people. Hmm, tacos. I'm like, now that <laughs> dude, sounds racist. Dude, that <laughs> you know motherfucker <laughs> went out on stage, started playing, uh, what was the song? Despacito, yeah. Look at me. Or, 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 he's like, <laughs> or Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton, when she's like, oh, I always carry my hot sauce with a fake Southern accent. I'm like, what are you trying to sound black or something? Like, what do, you, you don't, do you not realize how, how contradicting and like how yeah. ridiculous you Bro, sound? right it's, now it's, hypocrisy it's, it's insane it would be like if i came to your fucking parents house and i'm like oh i'm all about ghana dude i knew <laughs> right? like, like, i got the, we're in the ghana shit dude we wear jeans there too bro <laughs> 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 like dude i'm just saying like that it's it, it, it's so fucking weird yeah. i'm all about ghana <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah. like, well technically we are all about ghana we you know we help Support an orphanage tight. over in Ghana. So, I mean, we got it. We're not maybe all about, but we're about it. We're about hey, it. That's yeah. good. We're not, we know black people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck, man. That, that shit is so cringeworthy. It's like when Biden was making that speech. He's like, you know, he's talking to literally, like, he's at like this fucking community pool in this hood. And he fucking says, you know, so I learned about roaches. And I'm like, I'm like what are you trying to say? bro. Trying to say black people got Whoa. roaches? What the fuck? Is, he's, he's, that shit's so cringe. I don't get. I don't. Bro, get it. because in his prime, racism, the way that they think racism is now, actually existed. Yeah. So he's trying to cover that shit, and then what's coming out is the true shit. The guilt 
from him when he was a younger man. Yeah. That's what comes out when you yeah. have dementia. I'm like this guy. I'm like, yo, bro, you are the one who set up the 94 crime bill. You, you said so. And, and I, would, I would bring this up to people. I Every made a family about who's it. fucked up right now because someone went to their dad went to jail. Shout out to Joe Biden. That's Joe Biden, bro. Yeah. It's like, I'll get, I'm going to give half a million dollars to illegals that get separated. But you separate this family, black family, most most of them from the, the crime bill. They get absolutely nothing. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day. And what I learned is when I went into Mexico, right, when I was out there. If you cross that border illegally, first off, if you get caught by America, it's felony. It's federally. You're going to prison for that, right? You get caught doing that in Mexico, they're going to send you to a horrible prison. You'd rather get locked up in the United States and get locked up. So you can't sneak into Mexico and do that. So why are we rewarding people for sneaking into America and doing that? Because of what you said. Well, they got to you know replace I mean? the black vote. Yeah. Yeah. So they, 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 they're, they're trying to get rid of it. And um, I'm not going to sit there and deal with that because at the end of the day, I'm still a kid. I still look at myself like I'm a young guy. You know, you I guy? haven't fully experienced, you know, the American dream. You know what I'm saying? When my parents came in here, they came when 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 everybody was swiping credit cards and, you know, freaking uh, freestyle music was the thing that the, Ronald Reagan was out there, you know? So, like, they saw America flourish. They bought a home. They raised us. They brought 14 other relatives from Ghana to the United States, and they all lived it up. And I'm 32, and it's like, it's, it's feeling dystopian. It's feeling like the beginning of the Matrix right now. Yeah. You know? And I'm like, listen, if I'm going to go down, if America's going to go down, I'm going down swinging. You know, like That's I'm not it. gonna, I'm not just gonna, you know, sit back and watch the country collapse. Fuck that. You know it what I mean? I'm like, go down. I can't. It ain't gonna go down. And the reason it's not gonna go down is because of people like you. Like I said a minute ago, that these conversations and these people are being activated all over the country. They're standing up. They don't care that they don't have any political experience. They say, I know the difference between right and wrong, and they're willing to take some action. And bro, that's 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 the definition of a patriot. The definition that's of it. a patriot. You know what I'm saying? So, dude. Just so you know, like I have the utmost respect for you and what you're doing and what anybody out there who's following that same path, it's what it's about, man. Make work, go out, make the country better. If you think that things need to be fixed, handle the problems right in front of you. If you think the school board's fucked, run for it. If you think the county seat's messed up, go run for county seat. If you think the mayor's bad, do something, contribute to the solution. Because like you said, Dan, there is no convincing anybody. Like, like I, I feel like the the right, <clears throat> the middle and the right, like there's this constant narrative of like they're waiting to convince people. What is that? Why is it like, you know, like I see these people posting things and they're like, when are you all going to see this and this and this? Who are they talking to? Like, we all fucking see it. What are you going to do, do about, about it? it? Yeah. Yeah. And that's what we need. We need to shift the focus from Hey, we got to wake these people up to, uh, no, we got to move on without those people and we got to take some action. And dude, respect to you for doing just that because it's awesome. Thank you, brother. I love it. So final thoughts. We'll go around the room. No, I just think it's, you know, we've been, we've been about this message for almost the better part of two years now, right? Mm -hmm. And it, you're starting to watch this cycle take place. And so to Andrew's point, no, it's fucking awesome. I'm no, shaking I mean, my head. I'm like, know, yeah. Well, you know, it's it's always, hey, it's action, it's action, it's action. And I think the last three episodes in particular, we're starting to see individuals come through who are taking action. And it's important, right? It takes, it takes time. You, you know, you get punched in the fucking mouth. You finally get sick of getting punched in the fucking mouth. So you stand up and punch a motherfucker back. Yeah. And it takes people like Billy. But I'm doing it politically, though. Yeah, <laughs> politically, to be clear. But I mean, and that's an important piece, right? Instead of just being a keyboard warrior and getting out and, yeah. and being confrontational about it. So, all right, all right, let's go fucking do this. And I think, you know, to Andrew's point, I commend the shit out of you because it takes somebody just like you 
who's a, a product of the county that we need to represent all over America. And there's people in every single county and every single district that need to stand up and go do something. And I think, you know, we always talk about actions over words. This is a prime example of where that, where the action meets the road and where it pr uh, produces a great result. Dan, what do you think? I think we can fix this. I think, I think if every day we go out there and we speak our truth, we take our action, we support entrepreneurs, we invest in people, we push our people to do the right thing. And it all starts from the ground your city, your county, your community, that's what you're really going to get people to get behind you on. And if, listen, I've been, I've signed 30 leases in the last two months. I, I believe in our country's coming back where everybody else is closing down their places. I'm signing leases every freaking day. That's right. I'm opening every single day and I'm investing in people that are doing the same thing because I know we will get through this. This too shall pass, but it's up to us to make it pass faster. That's right. Billy, what do you think, man? Um, like you guys said, man, like I, I believe it's definitely, definitely possible. I'm very confident in myself. I know that I'm going to pull, I'm going to toe the line and do what I got to do. But at the end of the day, the people, I, I need their help. I need their support, you know, and I don't mean to be the Mr. Beggar over here, but it's like, I'm no, going up against tell them how to support you, bro. Yeah, I'm going up against a multimillionaire here, you yeah, know? No, no, like, no. Listen, our, our audience, they're, they're very engaged, bro. They get it. Like, so don't be ashamed to tell them. Just say, hey, give me All some right. money, Listen, bro. Listen, man, max this is where out. You send it. Yeah. Send max out. Send maximum <laughs> donations. Send maximum donations because we're going to need it. This is a big fight. Yeah. I'm trying to unseat a 26 year entrenched, fossilized gentleman that's sitting in that chair. So and I, I need all the help that I can get. If you guys want to volunteer, you can go and volunteer on our website, billyprempfed.com forward slash volunteer. If you'd like to make a donation, same website, billyprempfed.com forward slash support. Max out if possible. Make as much as you can donate. Tell as many people as you can and help me win this fight. And if you're a young person that's frustrated and sick and tired of what we see going on in the government right now and going on in our country, now is the opportunity for you to stand up and take your country back. Because if you don't take it and you don't get involved in politics because you believe you don't care about it, I can assure you that politics cares about you and they're going to create a destiny for you. So get up, stand up, join the fight, help me in my fight. And in 2022, let's make America great again. I love it. So that's Billy, B-I-L-L-Y. P-R-E-M-P-E-H.com. You can also find me on social media. Just type my name, Billy Prempe, or on Instagram, some guy named Bill, because I'm just some guy named Bill. I just decided to stand up. I love it, bro. What you got? Yeah, I, I would say, guys, courage is always seen, man. It's always seen. Now, I mean, how quick it's seen, I don't know. Um, but like everybody else in this room, Billy, I, I applaud you. I've been following you for a minute now. Um, courage always gets get, gets seen. Now, where it get, if it gets rewarded, I don't know. I don't know how fast it'll get seen, when it'll get seen, but I know that it always does. And, and so for those of you that are kind of towing that fence, you know, trying to stick your toe in the water, whether, whether or not you want to do something, just go do it and see what happens. Look, I agree with Dan. I agree with, with Billy as well. You know, we it's going to be up to us to fix it, okay? Nobody's coming. There's not anybody. There's no, there's no savior coming uh, to fix our country. The young people who have used this country to become wealthy and become successful, to build companies, to build businesses, you have to get involved, okay? The young people who are not yet to that point where they haven't lived their American dream yet, but they still want to, you're going to have to get involved. We have people who have been in this game for decades who do not serve your best interests. Okay, and they could be Republican or Democrat. But the point is, is that if you don't start paying attention to what's going on and stop riding these social waves that happen on social media, which are put down to you through 
paid propaganda from Hollywood onto Instagram through paid influencing. If you don't stop hopping these trends and wake the fuck up to what's actually happening, the freedoms that are getting removed from your day-to-day life, you will never have the opportunity to have an American dream. So it's very important right now that if you believe in the idea of an equal, free land of opportunity for all people, that you get involved and pay attention and become part of the solution, not just a keyboard warrior, bickering, uh, nonsense, gibberish, splattering plebe on the internet. Okay, It's important that you pay attention. It's important that you get involved. Maybe you're not someone who's going to run for something. Maybe you're someone with a platform that can speak about it. Maybe you can host guests. Maybe you can help volunteer. There's all kinds of things that need to happen. And guys, nobody really wants to be in politics. Okay, I get it. Uh, I sure as fuck don't. Billy doesn't either. But here's the point. That shit is duty for us. And if you have a special skill, if you have the ability to know right from wrong and you're willing to stand on that and make decisions independently, I would argue that you have a duty to get involved in what's going on in this country because I think we're under attack. I think a lot of you also realize that we're under attack. And the only way to stop this shit, okay, and it is shit, is to get involved. All right? So support this man. Again, bro, thanks so much for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I would love to keep up with you as you go on with the campaign and have you back. Uh, It was awesome, man. Thank you, man. Yeah. So support this guy, uh, BillyPrempit.com. BillyPrempit.com. Some guy named Bill on Instagram. BillyPrempit on all social media. All right. We'll see you guys later. Sleeping on the floor, now my jewelry box froze Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove, counted millions in the cold Bad bitch, booted swole, got her on bankroll Can't fold, does a no, headshot, case closed, closed.